live from the 715 with Big Daddy. You fucking Viking. And Hollow. They peed on your fucking rug. People, 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 welcome back to Live from the 715. I am your host, Big Daddy, along with my co-host, Hollow. Hello. And follow us, please. Follow us all over the place. On social medias, on the Facebooks, on the internet, Instagrams. In Brazil, in Japan. Yeah, we've got a couple internationals. Be a friend, tell a friend, follow us uh, at live from 715 on your social medias, or email us at livefrom715 at gmail.com. Get involved with the show, get more listeners. Let's we'll see if this works. I'm going to try to use this right now. We don't have anybody from France, so uno a la torlat. <laughs> it's a bloody Sunday type of day, and I'm going to open up a beer chaser. Oh, that oh, sounds look at that. delicious. For a guy who hates ASMR, you sure as hell like to play it on the mic. <laughs> hey, this this is the last bottle of Wayne Heffenweissen. Can so. you imagine if somebody was getting pulled over at that exact moment? They rolls, rolls down the window, cop goes, can I, and you <laughs> Yeah, they were listening to the podcast. They forgot to turn it off. <clears throat> but yeah, we jumped up in listeners, about 5-7 on Spotify. Hell yeah. So maybe we can get some ads and that's Soon. not even saying that uh, exactly all over. On no, the other... that's just on Spotify. Yeah. So Apple and all the other ones. I really haven't looked at the analytics, but be a friend. Tell a friend. Let's get this fucking shit moving, buddy. Yeah, we're getting close to, uh, well, I mean, the winter solstice is gone. Out of... Fucking A, get rid of this goddamn snow. Yep. I was just at Lee's and I seen... Uh, the last of the snowmobilers still using the trail because that fucker's got to get shut down after tomorrow. Oh, easily. it's Because it's supposed to be like rain and fucking wintry mix and shit. But they're even making that wintry mix. It's supposed to be over or uh, temperatures over freezing. So. Yeah. Good riddance February, you goddamn month. That's right. I agree. Holy shit. All the snow we got, you can go fuck yourself. I think that's the most snow we've gotten in, has to be about three years. Yeah, three or four years when we had the, that three-day stretch where we got 30 inches of snow. It, and it, it was in April. Yeah, so that's why I'm I'm hoping that the fucking stupid-ass groundhog is wrong and uh, <laughs> we don't have six more weeks of winter because I don't think my snowblower can take it. <laughs> <clears throat> but... Uh, Oh, here's a great question then. Would you rather? Oh my God! Starting off. <laughs> well, no, this is this, this would be a, not an official. Would you rather? Would you rather okay. have another thirty foot or thirty inches of snow dumped on you, or the Vikings win the Super Bowl next year, this coming year, or just any time? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll say this year. Yeah. They, oh, this this coming football season. I'll take the 30 inches of snow. <laughs> All right. See, there's always an upside. <laughs> well, speaking of football, uh, Aaron Rodgers came out of his uh, hibernation retreat. And I can't believe the people – like, I listened to the Aubrey Marcus podcast where he was yeah. on. I listened to the whole thing. He's completely reasonable, and he's, you know – and every all these fucking – like, I even saw Fox 11 had an article from some stupid fucking podcaster for does Packers – and he's like, oh, I just don't think. And they, I can't believe they reported on this because it's just this fucking guy's opinion. And he's like, he ended the fucking article with a guy who has to do this isn't uh, going to be playing. Or uh, people who do this uh, aren't content with their current situation. It's like, motherfucker, he's had this scheduled like before the season started. He's like, after this season, 
He's said this. Yeah. It's like, are you not listening? You're just putting out headlines and bullshit to get attention? Because the only people he really talks to is Aubrey Marcus and Pat McAfee. Yep. So go straight to the source. I That's mean, why he had that big, huge thing right before he went into the darkness retreat with Pat McAfee about uh, fuck all these, you know, fuck, you know, the all these uh, Schefter, sources, Shefty and all them. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, and listen, Rappaport. my inner circle are the only people who know what and I'm said, doing. And and he was even he even said in the Marcus Aubrey, whatever, uh, Aubrey, Marcus. Uh, Aubrey, Aubrey Marcus, uh, that his inner circle is Randall Cobb and David Bakhtiari. He mentioned those two guys. Yeah. And like his agent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And he's like, if you aren't in that circle of friends, you're not. That's if that's not your source, fuck off. Yeah. And he's like, guess what? Those guys aren't talking to you anyway because uh, they, you know, they're loyal to me as friends and wouldn't do that to me. Well, I so guess, whoever you're talking to is full of shit. Well, I guess this week then too, somebody, uh, you know, obviously clickbait. Somebody went and made a an article about somebody within the Packers organization, you know. Was talking about how the Packers are frustrated. Then all of a sudden, Gooney, whatever, he, uh, he was at the combine, and then he got on the mic and he was like, "I that's not true." Like, so it's just everybody. All, yeah, it's yeah. everybody's just like like it is. It's just clickbait. Yeah, exactly. I mean, whatever can get you to maybe we should make a thing like we should. Aaron Rodgers says he's moving to Canada or some fucking horse shit just to. And then see if it runs. We could be the sources for Adam Schefter. <laughs> Danica Patrick and Aaron Rodgers are back together. Yeah. Seen, oh, seen in Salt Lake City, Utah. Yeah. <laughs> they both turned Mormon. Yep. They attended the tabernacle. They have now <laughs> taken over a family of six. Yeah. And he is non-monogamous. Yes. So multiple wives are on the way. And he's going to join the Las Vegas Vipers XFL team. <laughs> yeah. Is that the name of their team? Yeah, the Las Vegas Vipers. Fuck. I was thinking of, like, because they were talking about, on McAfee's show, they were talking about the expansion possibly happening in the next five years. For the NFL? Yeah, two more teams. And I was like, Vegas would be a great team. And I'm like, what would their name be? And I thought of Vipers, probably, I must have subconsciously thought. Well, they do have the Raiders. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah, Las Vegas. Raiders, yeah. Well, then I meant Oakland. Okay, oh. And then I was like, what could Oakland be? Well, it seems like everybody, uh, now there's all that uh, but I was thinking, that's what going other on. Team? There, uh, oh, what other team? That... What other city would host a team is the other thing I was thinking of. Oh, that's a good one. <clears throat> you, you, you usually try to think of the major cities. They were could talking you imagine about... one in Wyoming or North Dakota? <laughs> no, because yeah, no. they would be the smallest market in yeah. the NFL. But I was, they were talking about doing that with the NBA, too, adding two yeah, more teams. Yeah, I saw that. So you got to think Seattle Supersonics coming back. Well, they were even talking about having, or when they were talking about the NFL expansion, uh, one of the teams being in London. Oh, and yeah. That, I, that would be kind of... You'd have to have a U.S. base because you can't... Right. You'd have to have a training facility in Could both. you imagine that the team that is a, the <clears throat> London team knows that Eight games out of the year, you have to travel overseas. Yeah, through what four time zones? Yeah. Um. So yeah, they'd have to have a U.S. facility, probably in like Massachusetts or, you know, one of the Eastern Seaboard teams close to an airport that can get a direct flight to London. Right. So New York. But the other thing I was thinking of is like a London team could be partners with one of the soccer clubs over there to share facilities, like training facilities yep. and stadium. But uh, who knows? I don't know that that would even even happen. 
But and obviously, could you all- imagine another one in Mexico, like being run by the cartels? <laughs> you got the NFL games going on. You've got the militia sitting there with their AKs. Yeah, the the VIP barbed wire fence. The VIP section is all fucking uh, Pedro Escobar, or not Pedro. Uh, Pablo. Pablo Escobar. Did you see all the cocaine bear memes? Yeah. <laughs> it was like Pablo Escobar. And <laughs> they had like uh, somebody put like the cocaine bear on the side of their snowblower. So when they were blowing snow, it was coming out of the bear's nose. So what? And like a salt shaker. He was shaking out the salt. It was coming out of the bear's nose. So what is the whole premise? Of, I guess they said, was this based on a true story? Yeah, back in the 80s, like when uh, they would fly Cessna planes. Like, have you ever seen, uh, what was that movie with Tom Cruise? No, 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 that was with... uh, Uh, That was uh, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp, but Tom Cruise movie where, look it up quick, I'll do the premise. Uh, Tom Cruise, like, had connections with the CIA, and he was flying in cocaine from, I forget where, either Cuba or, um, you know... American-made? Yeah, American-made. So I never they were. Even, I never even knew about that. Yeah, either. they were flying uh, planes under the radar and then dropping the payload, like big bricks of cocaine, on the ground in like the swamps of Louisiana and throughout the South. And then guys would be on the ground to pick it up and then take it to wherever to be sold. And so that was the what happened is they dropped it in the woods somewhere and they were looking for it and a fucking bear found it took it back to its den and fucking ate like a couple kilos of cocaine and went absolutely crazy and killed people. Holy shit. Yeah. But they turned it into a comedy. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, that really happened. Okay, so it did. But uh, just looking at all the memes, it's fucking hilarious. But uh, anyway, going back to Aaron Rodgers, I was listening to him, and I mean, he was in there for what, like four days? Yes. And he explained the whole thing, like... And, like, one day, he, so they must have, like, a, when they bring his food, it must be at an exact time, so he can sort of keep track of time in his head, like, when to sleep, and when, the the rest of the time is just meditation and pitch black. So he took, like, a whole day and tried to come to grips with uh, retirement. Yeah, day two was retirement. Yeah, so he, he thought about every single aspect of his life, and because often football players will make a snap judgment like brett Favre did and retire twice and then want to come back and then it's like well we already moved forward so he didn't want to did the same yeah, thing tom brady did the same thing he's like i don't want to be in that situation he's like when i finally make my uh <clears throat> decision to retire i want to be fully comfortable with it and being able to move on past football when i decide to retire and he came to grips with it and he was all almost like all right well i'm ready to retire I've thought about it, how I want to handle it. So if I had to retire today, I would do it. But then the next day, he thought about himself in his current situation and still being able to play at an elite level, still you know missing the camaraderie of his teammates and all that. So it sounds like he's coming back, and it's just a matter of do the Packers want him back or not. Right. But I guess Jordan Love's already said that he's gone if if Rodgers if Rodgers comes yeah. back so and i'm sure like next week or the week after we'll know if Rodgers is coming back to the packers and then they'll probably end up drafting a quarterback in the draft just to have somebody um 
quality to get ready for the NFL. Yeah, you know, for a year or so. And no, but I thought that that uh, that whole podcast and <clears throat> well, and for those of you who don't know, Aubrey Marcus is uh, he he runs a supplement company. He's friends with Rogan um, called On It. I've gotten their stuff before. It's high quality, you know, supplements and. It was the first time I ever heard of uh, melatonin. It was like 10 years ago uh, for sleep, and it fucking helped a lot. And, uh, like, the krill oils and other stuff that when I was on that regiment, that was when I was losing weight like crazy. I lost, like, 170 pounds, but I was taking all those supplements, but it's fucking expensive. Um, but anyway, yeah, Aubrey Marcus runs a... On at gym down in Austin, or Wisconsin, Austin, Texas. Yeah. And he runs a supplement company. He actually started out, uh, he was one of the founding fathers of Fleshlight. Really? <laughs> yep. That's how, that's how he became, <laughs> that's how he became friends with Rogan is he was a sponsor in the early days of Rogan's podcast. Wow. Uh, if you listen to like the first hundred episodes of Rogan's podcast, it's sponsored by Fleshlight. So that's how he met that's how he met Aubrey Marcus. Wow. Yeah. But he's, you know, into, you know, bettering yourself, like, physically, spiritually, everything. So he's he's done, like, these... His podcast, like, I, I, I watched it. And... I watched it on YouTube. And mm-hmm. just watching it, just, he had, even the whole setup was all kind of like a zen. Like, yeah, I, I don't know if that was like, in his house or... It looked like it was in his house, like in they, the living room. Yeah, because they have, like, a on it podcast that's at the at the gym and it's a different so it looked like they went to roger's house or aubrey's house yeah it could have been one of the other more or less to have that kind of setting for you know because obviously i didn't even know that he was going to have him on there at first and then all of a sudden i i saw then that day that he was on there um and then i I watched it then after and you know the, the nice thing was is that he wasn't all like sitting there trying to get something out of him he was just talking about his experience in the darkness and what he learned from it and you know what came out what came out of it yeah that's why the one meme i did see that i i re uh shared was uh aaron Rodgers minding his own business the rest of the world going crazy about rogers decisions fans rogers is a drama queen and it's like what's he supposed to do yeah you know he's just trying to live his life and explore like humanity in all of its aspects and everybody else is like no shut up play football well that's th- all you are that would just be like any um that'd be just like when brett Favre. okay so that whole situation that you know go to new york jets and then to minnesota taking him to the nfc championship game but then as soon as his whole career was all over everybody's like yeah he was like the best packer quarterback but those were the same <clears throat> ones while he was you know in this whole thing saying get the fuck out of here and burning you. their right, fucking exactly. packer jerseys of him fucking idiots yeah the fandom around sports sometimes makes me like weep for humanity exactly because it's like you're you're, you're taking this way too seriously it's like these are human beings trying to live their life put yourself in their shoes you know i agree and uh, I remember I posted, I think even it was, now people are still like, oh, Brett Favre's awesome. But it's like he's clearly a fuckhead for doing the welfare scam yeah. down in Mississippi. Like, seriously, for all the money that you have. Yeah. To try and scam out the welfare system. Do you realize that you could have <laughs> donated money and that's tax free. And then yeah. all of a sudden you would get money back from, you, from your taxes. You would have just had to do another fucking Levi's Wrangler commercial or a copper fit. Yeah. 
<laughs> I forgot about the copper fit shoe or uh, the, the socks brace. and yeah, the br- socks, braces. the elbow, yeah, <laughs> fucking yeah, that, it was really short. And if you ever watched, part. yeah, and if you ever watched, uh, I forgot there was um, Stone Cold when he did those. Um, uh, he interviewed all those celebrities, or you know, uh, and he did the one with Brett Favre. While Brett Favre sitting there driving, you know, down his like one of his millions of lands that he has down in Mississippi, and Acres, the, yeah. yeah, and this little area where it's a, he's got a huge fucking lake, yeah, like all up to himself, yeah, and it's like if dude, I if I won the lottery, there's a there's a piece up in northern Wisconsin. So I thought about this today. They this morning I was watching. This guy was, uh, he uh, was from the big city. He just the one. Yeah, I, I don't know what big city <laughs> was. He he just talked about that he was. Uh, he grew up and he lived for a certain amount of time in the big city. Then uh, he saved all of his money, um, and then moved up north. And I think it was like by Chippewa Falls area. Okay. And he bought land, and what he did is he built, or he um, it has like a, a there was an in ground or the, uh, a built-in pond that was on this land. Yeah, man that, pond. Yeah, that ran with a creek. Yeah. And uh, he bought this land, and he built this house, and then right next to his pond then, he built kind of like this um, man cave, if you want to say. So yeah. it's got like a bar or whatever. But he was sitting outside, and he was talking to this person that was interviewing him, and he's just like overlooking the ponds, just sitting there, and he's drinking his coffee in the morning. I'm like, that would be the life. Yeah. You're away from everything <clears throat> right now, and he had like – you know, he had um, power ran, you know, into his, you know, area because, you know, there was none in the wooded area at the time. But then he had it ran all the way into, um, uh, you know, to his man cave and stuff. And he showed the man cave and it. Yeah. That'd be the tits. Yeah. But most of us have to just settle with a deck. <laughs> in the back Speaking of, of your deck. Yeah, I've got plans to. Well, I, I got to at least power wash it and bleach it and why don't we this summer make one day to help work on your deck at least somewhat okay yeah we can and do then that. we can have a few beers and then you can make some make some food micheladas. on micheladas uh, yeah some micheladas and then we can have some food on the on the grill well me and robert were talking last night because uh, we went to our buddy brad's surprise 40th birthday how and, was that uh, it was pretty good we were only there for a few hours um but then we went to jen's Naughty Pine, where I won some money. And, hey. Uh, then we went, wound up at Wayne's just as you were leaving. Yeah. Um, But we we were talking about, because people were asking me about the podcast and the supper clubs we go to, and I was talking to Robert, uh, his brother Joey, about uh, like uh, different places and prime ribs and everything. And then his other brother, Ryan, is raising beef, and he's going to get a Wagyu steer to okay. raise because he raises cows. Wagyu steer. beef. So he knows a guy that has the embryos that runs a farm, you know, and he's got a certified Wagyu, uh, you know, bloodline. So he's going to get one from him to raise, and apparently that takes three years to raise him, whereas a regular steer only takes like 16, 18 months. Because he's like, if you don't raise it the full three years, you're throwing your money away, you might as well raise Black Angus. But anyway, so we got talking about steaks because we want to try out a Wagyu. And his buddy who runs a thing is like a fucking T-bone or porterhouse steak is like 68 bucks a pound. <laughs> so I was like, a brisket would cost me $700. <laughs> I got to thinking, I'm like, Jesus Christ. He's... But 
uh, we're talking about sous vide because I got that sous vide machine now that I got for Christmas, not this past year, but the year before. And uh, you vacuum seal like a steak and put it in this, uh, it's a water circulator. So you got like a tub full of water and you put this warm water circulator in there and you can set it to the degree of temperature and they've worked out all the cal- calculations, um, what a medium rare steak temperature is. So you just set the temperature for that. It doesn't go over, so it doesn't overcook. And then you just leave it in there for two, three, up to like six hours, how tender you want it. Like if you leave it in there too long, it's going to turn to mush. Right. But then you just take it out of the vacuum sealed bag and it looks brown, you know, on the outside because it's been cooked on the outside, but the inside's still, you know, pink. And then you just sear it on each side for a minute and serve it up. Wow. And it's, I've had it, I've, I've taken steaks and done it and it's the best steak I've ever had. So we could do that on the deck. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Sous vide some steaks and get the grill going and. And tell your neighbors to fuck off. Oh yeah. Well, hopefully they'll be gone. Now it's just, their kids have all moved away. So it's just them. Yeah. Um, and I, last year I seen that they, on the weekends, they must go somewhere a lot now. Maybe (laughs) a hell. Yeah. Jesus. They are some fucking. Now, if you want to know, if you want to hear about some nosy neighbors, BDs, neighbors are definitely the nosiest that I have ever seen. There were cigarette butts at the end of the driveway, like clearly a, uh, like a, a pat, cause I'm on the main highway in Bondwell. Clearly people flicking them out the window. This is like the main destination to go up North. This is the yeah. main road. So clearly it was somebody who was flicking their butts out the window right. in front of their house. And he told somebody who came over to my house to tell me. He never talks to me directly because I tell him to fuck right off. Yeah, he's scared of you. So he'll tell whoever, like if he's outside and somebody's walking into my house, be like, hey, you should tell him to stop smoking, putting butts all over the yard. It's like he doesn't even smoke. And it's like I've got a bin on the deck for where people smoke to put butts in. Right. It's like you fucking nosy cunt. Go back in your house or the little shed he built in the back of his fucking, that he has tractors, that he wakes me up at six in the morning in the fucking summer. Like toy just, tractors. Yeah, he just runs them and doesn't do anything with them. He just <clears> runs <throat> them. Yeah. He doesn't put them in the parades during like the no, 4th he of doesn't. July. He just has them. I'm like, move out to the fucking country. Oh, he even did that one time. It was, uh, I I don't even know what the hell is going on. He had his, which, whatever, he had his, his son or his daughter over and he had his, uh, grandkids over and he went and rented a fucking jump around big bounce house in the backyard yeah <laughs> barely enough room for it but yeah i'm like whatever dude just leave me alone and i'll then leave he, you alone then he mows your side of the lawn because he's like well he never probably gets along around to mow the lawn well no because i with commuting i'm gone yes. 10 hours a day so whenever my dad because my dad's retired yep when he has time he comes over and mows the lawn for what does me. your dad think of him my dad's, my dad's just like a tries to be cordial. He'll he'll smile and nod his head. He won't agree to anything. He won't as he's flipping him off. <laughs> no, my dad really doesn't have a evil bone in his body. Doesn't have a deep-hearted soul. No, he was humbled after his uh, <laughs> like he got two DUIs back in the day, and 
I've seen some shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, what am I doing? He's like, finally, he settled down with my mom. Funny story. My <laughs> my mom tells it, like, because my dad would go to the bar all the time, just like I used to do. And, well, I still do. But yeah, but not like, not you, like I used no. to, like, get fucking hammered every weekend. Um, So, finally, uh, my mom was like, it's either me or the bar. And she didn't hear him for him for two weeks. <laughs> she was <got> worried. <laughs> and, and finally, he's like, yeah, I'm ready to settle down. So, <laughs> it's funny. I didn't hear from him for two weeks after I gave him the ultimatum. <laughs> and even to, like, to this day, there's even relationships that are still like that. It's yeah. either, you know, it's either you, me or the bar, or me or the machines, or, you know, the gambling. Oh, yeah, or, yeah. yeah. I heard uh, Tony gave up uh, machines for Lent. <laughs> Right. Oh, I got another. Well, did you talk to Dino last oh, night? Oh yes, I already heard. Yes. Oh my God. We're we're yeah we're just that's gonna... off air. Yeah. Conversation. Wow. Yeah. Um, I hope someone gets caught. That small town. Uh... I'm sorry, but I'm at that point where I hope that person gets caught. Oh, for sure. But then the other person in the bar that, <laughs> man, I love small town like yeah. Because uh, like that's like the one running thing. around on your partner's <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'm just like, it's Dino who, got to the who point. do you think you're fooling? Yeah. And then Dino got to the point where he's like, I'm going to see what's going on over there. And then he just drove and he's like, oh, look what's, look whose vehicle's in the driveway. Yeah. He should be an investigator, a private investigator. Yeah. He just goes to the tavern and follows people home to see what, see what they're up to. Dino goes knocks on their door at 2.30 in the morning. Hey, what are you doing? Did you, for, did you know that if you switched the Geico? Yeah, I've been trying to reach you about your car, car. warranty. I got a funny story that uh, this good to you. Uh, so Friday, I had to go to um, I had a wedding on Friday. So Friday, I had to go to my yeah. Store. Where was that? You showed a picture. That was at me. the five one three in Appleton again, same place that I was at for Jack Ranky's wedding that I played for. Okay. Uh, so it's on College Avenue. It's right down. It's right by the bar. Which bar? <laughs> the bar. Oh, the bar. Yeah. So it's so, it, it's like right on, Lin- on Lindale. No, it's on College Avenue. So yeah, because there's two bars and the bars. Yeah, in Appleton. the one right on, on College Avenue is the only yep. one I've been to. So yeah, it's between. Uh, <clears throat> well, it's the same place I told you about all the hookers. Is it? Yeah, down by the Paper Valley Motel yes, and the Bad correct. Badger. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Really, so, the bar is down there now. Yeah. Is it like the uh, old uh, music venue? What? Uh, like no, across it's from been the... there. It's been there forever. Huh. Yeah. Is it past the Paper Valley Motel? I'll have to look it up. No, the bar is before the Paper Valley. Okay. Yeah. Because I know the Bad Badgers before there. <laughs> yes, correct. Um, so anyway. Uh, I guess that's for sale. I was looking at it. And I was like, huh, I don't have a half a million dollars. <laughs> no? But that would be a hell of a fucking moneymaker because oh. that place is packed all the time. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know you know how College Avenue is. At one point, we're all – so it, it's weird because the, the venue itself, it, it looks like it used to be a department store. Yeah. It's got an upper uh, – right in front of the front windows, there's um, – it, it, uh, and you can tell it's uh, got the old wood planks, and it's got where there's holes in the middle, like where they would put mannequins. Okay. Like, so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, it's a really elegant place. And at one point, there were four cops that were uh, pulled up or pulled a vehicle over, and we were waiting for the uh, uh, the guns to be drawn, but that didn't happen. <laughs> but, anyway, uh, so, yeah, I was going to my storage yeah, unit. Yeah, they got the big windows out front to yeah, see they the got street? The, yep. Okay. Uh, so, anyway, I went to my uh, storage unit, 
and I come pulling up to it, and all of a sudden I see right by my slide lock, there's an envelope there. And I'm like, what the hell? And I see the, another one next to mine. I'm like, all right. I'm like, uh, this is a weird way to say that you're going to raise rates. You know, really? You know, that's what I thought. Okay. So anyway, I get there and uh, I go and I grab, I, I didn't even look at first. I, I just grabbed the, the envelope, whatever. I started uh, loading everything in. And then in the process of this happening, here, I took a picture. I want you to, to see it. Okay. It's a weird thing to do. <clears throat> so. Just read it over the air and I will tell you the story then. Okay. Valley hometown storage which is out of yeah, appleton but it uh, mainly the, the guy who owns it's out of seymour okay we've tried to get into contact about balances due and have since then locked the units due to non-payment and inability to contact you otherwise we are obligated to issue a 28-day notice to vacate if you'd like to claim your belongings contact us and we can unlock the unit for your access. The notice issued on these dates to vacate low, no longer later than the end of March. What a fuck face. Okay, now, now get ready for this. Okay. So I'm like, what? I'm like, those assholes just <clears throat> took the money out for my goddamn next rent. It's right there. I see it. Anyway, I'm like, this makes no sense. I said, I just got into my storage unit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys didn't lock it. Yeah. So anyway, I called them. Wow, when I saw, I called them and I'm like, you know, I was kind of furious. I'm like, what the fuck, you know? And they're like, oh, what's your name? So I told them and they're like, oh, we are so sorry. That was, that was meant for A3. And I go, yeah, I don't know what A, B, C, you know, the storage oh, unit yeah, numbers are. Yeah, they're not are. labeled. They're like, oh, you're B3 and we accidentally, it's for A3, but we put it on yours. So it'd be the one behind me. What the but they put f- it on, on mine. Side? And I, yeah. So then I right away, I, I thought I, I could be an asshole right now and be like, I want a month free for it. Yeah, for you the tra- For the traumatic that you've caused me. The trauma. Yeah. I'm going to see an attorney. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've got I've to gotta go see a therapist now. Yeah. What a bunch of cunts. Yeah. But how was the wedding otherwise? Oh, the wedding was awesome. Um, Did so, you get a fancy meal at the old 513? So they had them all situated to where you walked in and they had on these vinyl banners where each... Uh, they had 24 tables, and it said exactly where the people were going to sit, Yeah, their names. Uh, I was on the table, but the thing was is they had me at table 24, which is so that it's a, a, a ground level and a balcony. Yeah. I was on the balcony, but all my DJ stuff while playing and all that were on the bottom. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? I'm like, I'm fine not eating. You know, people were that I knew that were, that were going to sit with me. Why weren't you up there? Well, I couldn't. Yeah, I can't do two things at once. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I didn't decide to do it. The only thing that really irritated me was is um, I totally forgot to show you last night. You know how you always say that you wanted to see stuff from the wedding. God right? damn right, I do. Okay. Well, anyway. Now you got to explain. Okay. Hollow story time. So one of the guys that we know, which I know a lot of the people are going to be listening, knows a guy. Uh, his his nickname is called Farmer. Okay. Yep. He was at the wedding, <laughs> okay. and he had more than enough to drink. And well, at one yeah, point, he was sitting there, and he was sitting he he was sitting in a chair close to me, and he had a video going. And the girls that, or one of the girls that was uh, driving his drunk ass around, she was all <laughs> dancing, and uh, she had enough to drink then too as well, which means they had their other DD with them. Uh, she was DD. sitting there, she was dancing <laughs> over by us, whatever. She walked over by Farmer, and she kindly whipped out 
probably three-fourths of her titties. Uh, and he he took video of it on the Snap, and he put it on his story. God and damn I, it, I'm not friends with him on Snap. I am, and I was going to show you last night, and I totally, this morning I wake up, and I'm like, I totally forgot to show Big Daddy. God damn it. But there's going to be people that are friends with him on Snap that listen to this that did see that story. Oh, you lucky bastards. Yeah. Well, here, take your phone okay. back. So, yeah, going back to yesterday for our buddy Brad's uh, surprise 40th birthday. I guess he was a little bit surprised, but he did recognize one of our buddy's trucks when he pulled in, so he knew something was up. Oh, okay. Um, was it bus? No, it was uh, Aaron's big oh, black Dodge. Way to go, Schneet, <laughs> Which he had enough the previous night. He <laughs> puked outside his truck. Uh, but uh, so... We were all there, but I got to thinking. I'm like, have you ever had like a surprise party thrown for you? Oh, you're eating a pickle. Um, <laughs> you should. Um, the only thing I had done surprised me that I uh, totally was in uh, disbelief. So back when I turned 40, it was COVID. Yep. And uh, my sister and the rest of my family, they all set up that birthday parade. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not know anything about it. That's right. I totally forgot about that. Yep. Yeah, that was right in the heart of COVID. <laughs> yeah, we were, we were we were supposed to be in Reno that day. Yeah, we we're all. Everybody was on. There was a statewide but, lockdown. At but the, the time. best thing about it, though, and I will say this, though, one good thing about COVID was, is the night before, we were down here celebrating our asses off. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's when the power went off, and we thought the government shut it down because we had more than ten people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it could have been that we were. We were all flying high too. Yeah, I I, I had candles down here in the basement. I fucking remember that shit. Oh fuck! Oh, yeah. the government shut us down. That party that. went to like three thirty, four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, so uh, have yeah, you ever? I, oh, have you ever thrown a surprise party? I thought you did uh, for yes. your parents. Yeah, we did for our parents because yeah, I was there for that seventieth. Yeah. So, what's your opinion then on uh, surprise parties? Good thing or bad thing? depending on the occasion or what i don't know i mean it's as long as you don't kill them <laughs> surprise motherfucker <laughs> that that was the one thing that always worries me like could you imagine like okay oh like if you had like a 80 year old grandma we're gonna, and you threw we're gonna a surprise, throw a surprise party. birthday party for grandma next thing you know surprise ah! and then all of a sudden the heart attack kicks in and bam yeah i've only been to a couple surprise parties but each time it, like they sort of figured it out beforehand right um, but I never had one thrown for me and I don't know that I want one like because I'm sort of a control freak when it comes to parties because I know what works and I know what doesn't and I'm like because I always threw the best parties back in the day because I was like I'll take care of it just chip in money like even like vacations and stuff when we used to go ice fishing I'm like here we'll do this it's easy it's everybody just chip in you bring this you bring that I'll take care of the rest so because a lot of times you have friends that aren't the most uh, reliable. So you're like, the only thing you have to do is bring chips, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or something like that. Bring whiskey. That's the only thing you have to do. Bring beer. That's all you have to do. And I'll take care of the rest. So I don't know that I'd want uh, – I mean, I I guess I obviously I'd be gracious about it because at that point I'd be like, oh, I don't have to worry about anything. I don't have to worry about planning a party or anything like that. So – I've never had one, but I don't know that I want one either. 
I mean, could you imagine if all of a sudden, let's just say that somebody threw a surprise birthday party for you on Saturday, okay? We'll just say it was your birthday, okay? Somebody throws a My surprise. My birthday is on a Saturday. It is. That's but we're right. going to bootleggers. Yes, we are. Um, shout out to bootleggers. Shout out they to boot- follow us yeah. on uh, on our Facebook yes. page. There's so, a lot of supper clubs that follow us. I even see the Blue Herring does too. Yeah, up in Eagle River. Yep. And I thought somebody, I don't know that they follow us, but they liked one of our posts after we posted uh, Hotel Seymour. I forget who it was. I'll have to look it up, but. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, so like, let's just say that you have your uh, your your surprise party on a Saturday. You don't know anything about it. You want to go all Friday and just give her, and all of a sudden they're like, "No, you should just stay home tonight." Yeah. Well, that's what well, I'm... something is up now. <laughs> yeah, usually you're like telling me, "Let's just you know give her." And yep, yeah. To fool me, you just have to be like, "Hey, come with me to uh, you know." Robert would have to be like. Come with me to the lodge and double to sign in, yeah. and then we'll come back to town. Uh, Robert usually knows how to twist my arm pretty good. Strip club. Oh yeah, that would strip club on a Friday, and you just you and know. if I if I made some excuse like uh, I don't have that much money, I'd be like, I'll borrow you some. He's like, you know, if he said I just won thirteen hundred on the machine last night, you know, then I'd be like, all right. So pretty easy to twist my arm yeah. on that. But, yeah, because of that, we stayed out late. I wasn't able to watch the Chris Rock special. Oh, okay. Him. So how long did you guys end up staying out till? I think I stayed out till midnight. Holy shit. Did I tell you I watched it? No. So I totally forgot that I had a reminder set because that was our plan. Yeah, we were, I was going to come over to your place, but as soon as we got to Wayne's, you were leaving to watch the rest oh, of the you Bucks game. Yeah, and I watched like I, I literally watched the Bucks game all the way to the point of it. All of a sudden, me, my... My uh, TV pops up. Reminder, uh, they had a post show from 8.30 to 9. So huh. it popped up for a post show. So they had all these, like, they had, like, comedic performances at the comedy store in L.A. before they went to Baltimore for his show. Oh, that's cool. So they had Dana Carvey and uh, David Spade being the co-host okay. of this uh, show. And then they had, like, uh, they had J.B. Smooth. Yeah. Um, they had uh, Arsenio Hall. They had uh, Ron King or Roy King or whatever. I think it's he's Roy. Like Roy King, the Chinese. He's like kind of Asian. Yeah. Okay, so they had him and then they kinda had... Kind of Asian, not fully Asian. Yeah, not fully Asian, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then this other comic, um, and uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Really? He yeah. on stage? Because, well, you remember when Kareem made that comment about Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith? No. More or less, he yeah. He called him a bitch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> called Will Smith a bitch. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I don't know if you, uh, got anything to, or if you heard anything about the uh, reviews, but I will say it was a well done, uh, a well done show. And obviously everybody was waiting for the, the whole kick. Yeah. About the slap. Yep. And you know, I know what he had a whole comedic performance, you know, he did his whole stand up, and then all of a sudden the last 10 minutes, bam, that's when it started. That and holy closer. shit, did he let loose? Yeah. And I was like, I was sitting in my couch going, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> I felt like I was there. Man. Oh, fuck, I might have to come over one night this weekend. Yeah. Because yeah, it's still on there, right? Yeah. It, yeah. Okay. They, they just, yeah, it was just done live then. And now it's, yeah, it's just it's on. still on Netflix? Yeah. Okay. Otherwise, like, uh, tonight is episode eight of The Last of Us. And next week is the last episode. So I might start watching. I'm going to watch, well, I'm going to watch uh, because the A&E biography tonight's on China. Oh, yeah, i seen that, too. So I'm going to be watching that. 
China the wrestler for those of you yeah. uninitiated. But going back to stand up comedy and then like Kareem Abdul Jabbar being on there, did you see that Tom Brady wants to do fucking stand up on a, some Netflix deal? Are you fucking kidding me? Tom Brady's not funny. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry, but uh, the only thing that he's good at right now is you. Did you see the new girl that he's fucking? No. <laughs> oh well, I don't know if you can. I don't know if it, they uh, have a picture on the. Uh, it got uh, more or less. He is even the one that admitted it. Uh, holy shit! This one makes Giselle look like uh, a doggy bag. <laughs> Easy, bud. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, but Giselle is yeah, but uh, this new girl. Uh, is he Leonardo DiCaprio it up and taking young chicks out now? What's that? Is he Leonardo DiCaprio it up? Uh, her name is. Uh, why did I. Oh, here. Uh, Veronica Rat. Veronica Ratchik. Oh, so she's a Russian? Mm hmm. Well, there's something <laughs> always about Russian and uh, Polish women, I guess. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I don't know. For some reason. I mean, think about it. They're all just going to them. Okay. Uh, I mean, I've seen some Czech girls that are fucking hotter than could be. Yeah. Like, oh, Monica Bellucci. Yes. Like the actress. She's always been one of the hottest women I've ever seen in my life. I think she's Czechoslovakian. Oh, I, I, or Romanian. One even, of those. Yeah, all those. That Eastern uh, European area with like black haired chicks. God damn, they've got some beauty over there. This girl kind of has the same size tits as Maurice does. Holy shit, really? So she's a porn star? <laughs> Let me take a look. My goodness. Yeah, she looks to be about 30 at most, 28. So yeah, he's taking the Leonardo DiCaprio route. And oh my goodness. Good. 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 Well, he's Tom Brady. Yeah. You know, who the fuck? But okay, this whole stand up comedy thing is what, like made me just eyebrows went up i'm like what the fuck i'm like i know like i wouldn't say i'm an expert on stand-up comedy but i'm pretty goddamn close to being like an expert fan anyway yeah from you know listening to when i was a kid all the way up till now i've followed stand-up comedy and it takes like even like you know uh, Bill Burr and all those guys, it takes 10 years before you're getting a special to be good enough at it to do it. He thinks he's going to just come in and, like, uh, who's the guy that used to be an MMA fighter? Brendan Schaub. Yes. Like, when he he's doing it, and he's, oh, I've seen his stand-up. It's so fucking god-awful. Not saying he can't get better, but he he came out of this, like, MMA thing and, you know, being on Rogan, retiring on his uh or rogan basically telling him to quit because he wasn't going to get any better and he right. was getting brain damage and he's got a couple podcasts i don't like the guy at all but his stand-ups got awful in my opinion i think and do you know if, if tom brady thinks he's just gonna walk in well, without doing like open mics and getting the road work in done before he's gonna get a netflix deal He's going to be a laughing stock. Well, not only that, but do you see the kind of. Uh, like, path? how's he going to deal with a heckler? Like, I understand he's. Why don't you he, shut up? Yeah. I mean, I understand he's yeah. dealt with reporters before, but there's like decorum in a. in a Dealing with a heckler at a com comedy a, show when you're on stage is a lot different than yeah, a, a drunk heckler. How are you? Yeah. You know, there's nobody coming to remove that guy right away. No. It's going to take a little while. 
You know, you're not at a press conference. Do you see the kind of path that he's going is he, in a way, <clears throat> think about, uh, which I will give him props because he is, he is when he did comedy stand up, and he still does every now and then, like when he, uh, Pat McAfee. Yeah, but I mean, he's not good. I mean, he's not good, but I mean, he's good. He's a lot better he's than Brady. A, he's an entertainer. Yeah, like he he's got an entertaining personality because he's so spastic and off the wall. That's why he's good on commentary for wrestling. Yes, uh, because he's got some you know one liners off the top of his head that really hit and make you giggle, or you know, be like, ha, ah, yeah. good one, you know, but. To, to have, like, a well-drawn-out bit that you've worked out, I don't think he's capable of that because, well, McAfee, what I'm saying, because his his brain works so, like, fast that I don't know that he could, I don't know that he could get a bit, like a five-minute bit, and do it without, the same without way going every, somewhere, yeah. before just losing track or having right. someone interrupt him like a heckler. He's always, and it kind of makes me wonder what he's on. Because he's always off doing something, whatever, and to keep that kind of... He's just one of those people because, like, last night we ran into Josh, uh, the real estate Josh. Yep. He's one of those people. He's the same all the time. You think he's, like, he's doing on coke. something or, <laughs> yeah, right? or that he's... But that's just him. Yeah. He's... I don't know. I, I don't understand it, but... He, <laughs> just watching him, you're just like, I'm getting tired. Yeah. You're like, how are you like this 24-7? Is your blood pressure through the roof? <laughs> you know, Sleep. Sleep <laughs> <Yeah>. was... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's like he's on eight cups of coffee all day long <laughs> every time you talk to him. Yeah. I've never seen him like... And he's never had... It seems like he has a bad day, <clears throat> which I know he does, but he just doesn't show it. Yeah, I've never seen him like... He's always got a smile on his face, and he's always like upbeat, and I'm like, man, not enough bad shit's happened to you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you need some more tragic stuff yeah, to happen you need in some your more life. trauma in your life, but... Uh, I think I, I shared it on our Instagram, uh, Bill Burr's over in England, and he had this thing. He was coming out of like some performance at a place in London, and he's like, man, after three days of uh, he came out of this thing, that's the only thing worse I've seen, or that's the only thing in England that's worse than the food here. After three days of eating England food, he's like, I understand why Gordon Ram- Ramsay's so fucking mad all the time. that was like an old joke by uh i don't think it was greg fitzsimmons it was uh another guy that was similar to him but he's like fucking beans with every goddamn meal he's like the german should have dropped cookbooks on you motherfuckers (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i forget the guy's name he had a similar joke about canadians about their He's like, the Canadian police force? Are you kidding me? It's just a bunch of guys after a hockey game looking for a fight. <laughs> He's like, your flag's a fucking leaf. <laughs> Don't mess with Canada or we'll dry up and blow away. <laughs> yeah, but you are right, though. Like, especially like on like a lot of these um, that you might well know, these well-known com- or these well-known, these well-known comics. I mean, it, it took them 30, 35 years to get to that point. To Well, at least they always say it takes 10 years from well, doing open mics. It, and yeah, it, well, it always to, depends. To, to get, get to be a headliner. Well, like, let's say, well, let, let's just look at it this way. Well, because, you know, we're talking about Chris Rock. Chris Rock, you know, I mean, look at, I mean, this was like a big, highly anticipated show. Mm-hmm. I mean, and we're talking about the same guy who was doing comedy 
before he even hit SNL. Yeah, he was doing so stand-up this is, before that. So that's 30 years right there. Yeah, he, he that's how he got an SNL because he was a stand-up. That's how a lot know? of them do. Yeah, back then anyway, not now. There's, I mean, Michael Che, I think, is the only guy on SNL that's actually a stand-up. Actually, there was a really good story, which I will say this one, though. So, oh, yeah, with the, the comics that they did have, um, they had that girl that was in SNL. I don't know. I don't think she's funny, but she's okay. Leslie Jones. She's that black. She was in yeah, uh, She was in cool. Ghostbusters. And Not then, a fan. Yeah. But, but here's the funny thing. She's got some funny shit. Yeah, but. she's got some funny stuff, but she let loose last night at this, uh, uh, they called it the show before the show. Okay. Um, and then when they had the, uh, the comedians at the comedy store and she was, uh, talking and she talked about, um, uh, Chris Rock being her number one, you know, whatever. And back then, uh, when she would go and she'd be at the comedy store when she was younger, uh, she would all, or sorry, uh, Chris Rock was at the comedy store one night when they, you know, they'll, they'll do a, a surprise show. Mm-hmm. And Chris Rock was there, and she was Pop there. In. Yes, and she was there, and she was talking about how she wanted to get into like the comedic, the comedic business, whatever. And she wanted to become a movie star, stuff like that. Yep. And she just like wouldn't stop, wouldn't stop. And Chris Rock, like more or less, said, you know, shut the fuck up, you know, like more or <laughs> less, put her in her place. What happens then is not that long then after celebrities will come and they'll make their way to the comedy store to watch a show way in the back where you don't see them. Yeah. I mean, if you've ever seen the comedy store. Yeah. There's, there's famous stories of like Chappelle and uh, Dane cook, like in the mid two thousands where they'd pop in and do like an hour and they'd bump, you know, younger comics and younger comics would get pissed once in a while. But after they were done with the set, they would still hang around and watch your shit and be like, Oh shit, that guy's good. That's how Neil Brennan got on the Chappelle show, because Neil Brennan was a comic and a comedic writer, and Neil Brennan did most of the writing on the Chappelle show right. with with Dave. So then, anyway, I guess what happened was is uh, she, you know, this Leslie Jones she was doing a set at the comedy store, and magically or not magically, but in the back, Chris Rock was there. Yeah, coincidentally. Yeah, and all of a sudden he's sitting there, and he's watching her set, and at the end. He went and he, I guess, in his notepad, wrote her name because he couldn't remember her name. Then all of a sudden, he went and got in contact with Lauren Michaels to tell Lauren Michaels, hey, about this girl that he just saw. Yeah, check her out. Yeah. So then he went into Leslie Jones and told her, and she was uh, more or less, at first, she was like, you know what? Fuck that. I don't want to do SNL. I want to do like these big comedy halls, stuff like that. Uh And then once again, Chris Rock said, you shut the fuck up and listen to me. He's yeah. like, if you want to get to where you think you got to be, you have to go these steps. And then she said, she more or less like said everything. She's like, at first she ripped on SNL. She didn't want to do it. But she said to where she is now, she thanks him for everything because he gave her direction. How how are you not going to take an ad- the advice of a superstar? Like if you're a, you're a high school quarterback and Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers tells you something, how are you going to be like, nah, <laughs> you know, that, that's arrogance. That's fucking youth and inexperience. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, the first, like, special I ever saw on HBO was Chris Rock Bring the Pain, which is, like, his most oh famous one. Yep. And, I mean, he was the hottest thing in comedy because then, like, a year or two later, he came out with Bigger and Blacker, and it had the cover, like, a Master P album. Yep. I remember that. 
Um, but then Chappelle came out with Killing Him Softly. That was like a great time for stand-up comedy. And it's starting to come around again where guys are putting out just bangers of specials like Bill Burr and even Louis C.K.'s last – or the one that's coming out. The, the I saw a clip of the live from Madison Square Garden. Louis doing it like differently. The only way you can get his special is from his website, but it's only yeah. like five bucks for one special and you own it forever. That way he's not paying anybody else to distribute it. He's getting all the money directly from himself. He doesn't have to worry about Hollywood executives being like woke assholes be like, Oh, I still, when you were jerking off in front of people, can't do it. Oh yeah. He even yeah. talked about all the woke shit and all that. On his, <clears throat> in his, yeah, uh, I have to see it. Yeah. He probably went like about hour and twenty minutes. I would say hour and twenty five. That's a strong special. It is, yeah. I mean, usually, to, to get that hype, usually like fifty minutes to an hour is usually a special, like how long a regular special is. Yeah. Um. So that's good. Um, I was just looking at our comments on the question you posted. Oh on yeah, Facebook. So, so what ended up happening was if you saw that this past week, we uh, posted on our Facebook page, um, a questionnaire more or less. A Not little quite, question yeah. for the audience. Uh, me and a few of my coworkers, we were actually talking about, uh, Movies that kind of traumatize us as childs, and so and I uh, as contacted as childs, children, well, as children, <laughs> children, children. There I was um, a child. <laughs> yeah, uh, about movies that traumatized us as children, um, and I uh, said it to BD, and then BD actually brought up a really good point. He said, "Be have or make the question be descriptive, so we're not just saying a movie." Which, um, cause yeah, it, a few people didn't follow the instructions. Yeah, because I, I gave him the one of them was Jamie. Yeah. I gave <laughs> we're calling her because I, I gave him the example. I'm like, if somebody just says the movie Casino, we'd be like, what the fuck was traumatic about Casino? But if they said the scene in Casino where Joe Pesci puts the guy's head in a vice and squeezes it till the guy's eyeball pops out, then we understand that's yeah, that's a fucking traumatic scene. So I'm like, describe the scene that was traumatic that you know you might have saw at a younger age that. You still can't get out of your head. So we got a couple of good ones. I put on there, uh, which one did I put? I'm looking it up. Pinocchio. If you watch Pinocchio, the scene where the boys turn into a donkey, the music, uh, seriously, watch it today. You can go on YouTube and just look up that scene. It's from like 1942 or 46. Imagine being a eight-year-old child watching, I mean, they're like drinking beer and smoking cigars, and there's something in the cigars or the beer that's turning them in. First of all, they're children drinking beer, so right. when's the last time you saw a children's movie do that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but the whole idea is, oh, you're going to be a bad kid, something bad's going to happen to you. And that that uh, the guy with the, that fat guy with the, uh, beard and mustache was yes he's like yeah i'll give you all the beer and cigars and they're playing pool and really he was waiting until they hit whatever substance was in that shit turning him into donkeys and then he'd sell them as donkeys <laughs> it was basically a slave trade but watching like the music because they had full orchestras back then yes they the, did. the transformation of this bad kid turning into a donkey and just the fear and terror and, like, the transformation, they don't actually show you right away. They just show, like, the tail and the ears on this kid. And then his face transforms. But then 
you see his shadow on the wall as he transforms and his clothes sort of fall off and that he's just like he and Han like a donkey just scared out of his fucking mind. You're just like, how the fuck are you showing this to kids? <laughs> I So I remember that. I was like, Jesus Christ, that's a little harsh for an eight-year-old. <laughs> you think? Like if you showed that to an eight-year-old today, it might make him a man. Next <laughs> thing you know, they're off banging 13-year-olds. <laughs> well... I mean, I was I was thinking about my childhood and some of the traumatic shit that it, I'll I'll tell it after this, but uh, uh, I'll just go through a couple of the other another Melinda. She just put Petticoat Junction. I'm like, how did Petticoat Junction be traumatic to you as a kid? I'm like, was it the three women bathing in the water tower and they all got dysentery or something that you were scared to drink water? I mean, <laughs> Petticoat <laughs> Junction was a fucking it, it, it was educational. Well, it was it was like a a, a family TV show yeah. about a family that ran like a boarding house or a motel yes. in this little tra- town that a train went through. I'm like, how the fuck was that traumatic? Or That's could why it be I was like, like the uh, things you don't know about. <laughs> She let her mind wander. That might have been what it. What goes on in the town behind <laughs> and all the smiles? That's what traumatized her. Yeah, it was too happy. <laughs> Keep your hand off of mama. <laughs> but uh, uh, Sarah said the uh, the books floating off of the shelves in Ghostbusters, um, the original Ghostbusters yep. movie. Uh, Brian, my friend Brian, just said the the original movie it the whole thing fucked him up. Really. Yeah, I mean, at this time, yeah. I mean, the it the original movie came out what five years ago? Maybe not even. Three? No, the original. Back oh, in the, the original 70s. in the seventies. Okay, never mind. Never mind. Not the remake. No, where okay. it was an actual like yes. adult right. clown in the sewer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm sorry, Brian. The seventies. Yeah, they just it was gritty how those yeah. movies were filmed. So I mean, even if you go watch like Taxi Driver or something like that. The film that they use just makes it grittier is the only way I can explain it. But, yeah, that movie was fucked up. I never watched the whole thing. But then uh, one of our friends said Chitty Chitty Bang Bang and The Child Catcher. I don't know if you've ever seen Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Yeah. Remember the child catcher with the big long nose and the top hat and he had yes. a whip and oh, he put the kid. Oh, God, yes. And he put and the, he had kids the, conductor in the ha- conductor hat on. Yeah, well, no, it was like a, a top hat well, and he had well, a scarf. Yes. And he had a whip. But didn't he have like a mustache? That... No. He just had like a weird fucking nose. He It was almost like a witch's nose. Yes. And he put kids in like a cage on the back of uh, horses in a trailer. And I was like, holy shit, you're right. I, I remember watching that as a kid being scared of that motherfucker. I don't trust guys with scarves ever since. Uh, <laughs> the movie The Witches, our friend Teresa said, and she said, I still look at women's feet to see if they have square shoes on because real witches don't have any toes. Their feet have square ends, according to this movie. <laughs> so I'm like, so what you're saying is if I suspect a witch, I'm supposed to stomp on her toes to see if she screams or not. Can you imagine bringing a girl home <laughs> back to your place and all of a sudden she has square feet? No, nope, yeah, go. Oh, you're out. You're out. You're not, you're not as uh, much taking as beautiful my soul. As, yeah, as, <laughs> as, as beautiful as you are, I will not let you take my soul, you demon. You succubus. And then uh, our, my friend Felicia said uh, the revealing of E.T. and his gross red light in his finger. <laughs> I mean... I mean, depends yeah, how right, young you saw. Yeah, at the, at, at the age of a child, I mean, your mind's really, you know, from what you're seeing. 
And I don't know what I've seen this meme before, but I don't know what movie it was from. Was it Gremlins? Isn't that Beetlejuice? I don't think so. It was from Jason. Yeah, I'm not sure where the guy's face turns oh. into uh, oh, shit. where all of a sudden uh, he bugs out. Crap. Now that's really going to make me wonder. Yeah. But then I was thinking the other one that I thought of was uh, I saw Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom really young. The heart? Kalima. Kalima. Cover your heart. Indy, cover your heart. But no, it was the seat before yeah. that where they just had like some uh, commoner on that fucking wheel or whatever and he fucking ripped his heart out and had it in his hands. Yeah, I saw that way too young. <laughs> so you figured, okay, so the reason why I brought that up then is, uh, and I, you know this already too, back in 85, I had to look exactly when it came out first. Uh, so back in 1985, I'm at the age of five. Okay. Back then it was cool for dudes to have dolls. It wasn't gay. It was a normal thing. You play you mean action trucks. figures? <laughs> no, my buddy doll. Oh, the my buddy. So yeah. you're you're going Chucky, I'm guessing. So anyway, then at the age of eight, my sister, my older sister, decided that one night it would have been cool for me to stay up and watch Child's Play. And like I said, we had HBO. Oh. So it was nothing. And back then, it wasn't where if there was a movie that came out and was on HBO, it wasn't on TNT or TBS. There, yeah. there were, you know. I was, wasn't so lucky. I grew up out in the sticks. Yeah. And I saw it, and I remember my uh, my. It was, I don't know if it was my mother or my father. They bitched at my sister. She probably <laughs> doesn't remember this, but I do. Uh, for me watching it, knowing the uh, the effects that it will cause, <laughs> and me having a nightmare, and my sister, I I didn't watch the whole thing. I ran when uh, Chucky had the knife in his hand, and was gonna stab that girl in the face. Yes. Yeah, I remember that. I was going to bring that part up, too. Uh, so then what happened was I ran to my room, and sitting on my bed was my buddy. Oh, my God. And I lost <clears throat> my shit. I, 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 like, literally, like, I I, t- I, I don't know. I, I, I lost you... my shit. <laughs> so then anyway. You sweet chin music it through the window like <laughs> yeah, Shawn Michaels right? did Marty Chinetti. <laughs> <Yeah>. Through Brutus <laughs> to be Barbara Beefcake's window. Yep. Uh, now we got to buy a new window. Thanks a lot, yeah. Jamie. <laughs> uh, and so I remember then at one point I threw it in the closet. And uh, a couple, like the next day, my mother was wondering why my buddy wasn't with me. Because like it seriously is. Like wherever I go. I mean, it was three years that I had this doll. I literally cool. would take it with me like on bike rides and shit. You know? For those I, of you who don't know, go on YouTube and just... Google the commercial for my buddy. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. It'll give you nightmares just on its own. And may I remind you, this doll came out before Child's Play. Yeah. So you kind of know where That's they... That's probably why they made the movie. They're I like, wouldn't doubt it. They're like, this creepy-ass doll? Yeah. We're so... going to make it demonic. <laughs> so anyway, I threw it in the closet then eventually at one point and... Uh, and you never mom... went in your closet no. again. <laughs> my mom my mom was like wondering why because my buddy was always on my bed if it wasn't with me and she opened up the closet... I found out later, she told me, it was in your closet. So I was like, why is he in your closet? And I, she went and she put it back on my bed. Oh. And when I came to my bed. And you bed, didn't know? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> Holy shit. Dude, I lost my fucking mind. I would have I I grabbed up some clothes, put it in a hobo sack, and left home. <laughs> 
That's right when the tra- I think this, the train was still going through town yet, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, time for life on the tracks. Yeah. <laughs> Got to get away from this doll. Uh, so, yeah, so that ended up, yeah, that was the uh, the 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 traumatic, uh, the, the, that I just. The only me... other one I remember as a kid was going over to my cousin's house. I was being babysat, my cousins Jason and Brandon. Um, I was outside, but I could see through the bay window into the living room, yeah. and they were watching Pet Cemetery. And was it this right now? This no, part? not not the Achilles tendon part. That was mine. It was where she cut the face with the scalpel. Uh, the mother was it? The mother? Yes. Like she stabbed her in the stomach and then got on top of her and cut her lips, like joker smile like she cut ear right ear. here yeah yeah oh i i saw that from the outside and i went ah! <laughs> if you think about pet cemetery at that go, time i would not go back in the house and they're like the movie's over i don't trust you i'm not going back in the house yeah <laughs> they had to like drag me back in the house and be like we're turning the tv off and like okay so like obviously if you've never saw it we're not even going to say this is a spoiler this this movie's been out forever yeah and they even the redid 80s. it yeah so the the thing that happens with this one is obviously these people move to this area. Then Allison in ah oh, that house. I won't go up to that house. I wouldn't go up to that house. <laughs> what is it like Maine's uh, yeah. that accent? And uh, <laughs> they find this area, which is kind of like a. It's got rocks around. It. It's like a satanic almost kind of looking. I thought it was tomb. like an Indian burial ground. Yeah, or like something. okay, be that yeah something like that. Okay. And so eventually. I won't watch the original movie it, yeah. because of that. The, the the thing that happens is how it all, whatever, is their cat ends up getting ran over by a car. Yep, and they bury it in this place. Yes, and the cat comes back alive. Yeah. Then, all of a sudden, the little boy... Gets run over by a car. car and, and they the what, father they, decides to bury it in the cemetery. And the child comes back alive and... Yeah. Oh. And just... Oh, the other part of that movie... Uh, was where they found the girl hanging in the attic or whatever. Yeah, no thank you. They did it right back then, though. Yeah, you want a real horror movie, watch a 70s horror movie. Which I want to still watch, which I'm going to, well, we have it together. I, I want. I do want to watch the Megan Unrated. I was going to tell, I watched it. It's fucking good. Is it good? Okay, good. Yeah. I will, it's, I'll save it's not it. So, it's not really scary like those movies are. But it's just it's, something, it's, well, because it has to do with It's an original a- idea. Yeah, it has Dale, to do with AI. AI and robots. Well, and it's like a my buddy situation, except they make a AI robot to be this girl who lost her parents' um, friend because she's sort of shut down and uh, non-sociable, uh, antisocial. So, yeah, havoc ensues afterwards because she's like the prime, uh, her prime directive is to protect this child and be her friend. So, yeah. Gets pretty crazy. It's a good movie. It's not spectacular, but it's right. pretty good. Did I was going to ask you? Did you ever watch Barbarian? I have. No. Okay. You and for our listeners, if you got HBO Max, or if you want to rent it on Amazon, it's called Barbarian. It's only a couple years old. It's fucked up. <laughs> like, there's there's a twist in this movie you do not see coming, and it. And, I mean, some of it gets pretty, like, how the fuck, you know, how the fuck is this happening? But 
You'll understand if you watch the movie. I'm not going to spoil it at all. Okay, so here, this is what we're going to do. How Pat McAfee and Aaron Rodgers always did the book club every week and said a new book of the week. <laughs> we're going to have a new movie of the week. New movie of the week. So everybody, like he said, do your homework. Yeah. Watch The Barbarian this week. Not The Barbarian. It's oh, just, just called Barbar- Barbarian. So is it a new movie or is it an older one? Yeah, it's like two years old or a okay. year old. And um, it's on HBO Max, but obviously you can rent it then on yeah, Prime. Yeah, for like three ninety nine. Yeah. It's, it's good, but it's fucked up. And people were talking about when we recommended watching the menu. Yeah. They said. That is, it's, like I said, I think the great movies that we're talking about are original ideas. Like, I see they're fucking making another Fast of the Furious movie, and I got so angry. I'm like, just die. Just fucking die with that goddamn movie Go, series. Go with Paul Walker. Yeah. Lead into the light. Yeah, just crash this fucker into a <laughs> pole. God damn it. I'm so sick of this bullshit. Like, even the previews, I'm like, oh, I guess fucking uh, gravity doesn't matter yeah, in this movie. all the CGI that they do. I mean, well, it's, it's so 95% CGI now, though. It's like, why don't you make Fast and the Furious in space at this fucking, you know? <laughs> it's so unbelievably SpaceX stupid. SpaceX versus, uh, what, or what was uh, Elon Musk's? Uh, Elon Musk is, uh, Musk is Elon Musk's is SpaceX, but then yes. I have him competing Bezel. with uh, Bezel. Oh, and then who's the guy with Virgin Records? Oh, uh, 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 Robert, the, Robert, um, the Australian dude. Yeah. <laughs> that he he had like a plane. Robert that would go, something, I think it is, or uh, something. Or he would in subspace. He's got a plane that he takes people. Wasn't it like Robert Brandt? Yeah, I think you're right. Or Richard Brandt. Richard Brandt. Yes. There you go. So yeah, I have those three in the yeah. I'm going to steal Richard Brandt's Virgin Records plan. And as they go up, <laughs> they just yell, cool runnings. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're going up into the and, cold atmosphere. And then Vin, <laughs> and Vin Diesel's head explodes, and that's how it fucking ends. <laughs> he still takes his 69 Camaro, tries to put uh, a rocket up there and shoots it up. Speaking of Vin Diesel. Yeah. I, I messaged you about this Unreal 5 engine. <laughs> there's a Wow. There's a video game, and he's like the main character in there. I forget what the uh, the game was. Holy shit, these, like, I don't play video games, but I've watched you play some at your house when we were bored. And during COVID, I borrowed one of our buddies' PS4s. And, like, the cutscenes are very, you know, cinematic. Like, it almost looks like a movie. That's the gameplay now. That's the gameplay now. And the, the cinematic cutscenes look real. Like, completely real to where and i i've heard on like a couple podcasts about how like especially on dudesy where uh they made a movie where um they took an actor and made him you know what he looked like in his 20s and it looks completely real with his voice and they're like you're not going to need actors anymore you can just have leonardo leonardo dicaprio make a movie for the next hundred years with ai and the technology that they're using, you can bring back fucking John Wayne and Humphrey Bogart to make movies again because you're not going to need actors. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, but yeah, that Unreal Five engine that they're using to make these video games is crazy, and I guess they're making improvements even on that to where some of these PS5 and PC console and Xbox games are. But then I it's also wonder, like, uh, when you, when I saw that, I was like, holy shit, you know. Uh, but I was like wondering then too, as well, like, uh, like a lot of times, like you'll see something like that then too. 
like what is it running then too? Like you see like the the ones that have the the twenty thousand dollar TV that has a perfect you know one hundred twenty FPS or eight K yeah eight K two forty which you know that a lot of times the frame rate you know it they does. don't even make the material in in order for you to watch it in eight K yet right but yeah the two hundred forty frames per second is the big big one now where it's just I mean it's seamless. you don't even think about it now okay like, it's like well like when you're watching sports like two forty FPS will there's no delay from the camera zoom like. I've seen it in the stores, and I'm like, holy shit, that's pretty impressive, but I ain't spending eight grand on a fucking TV. Yeah. But in a couple of years, it's going to be just as affordable as the ones All we have now for have 500 now. Yep. The TVs that we, the TVs now that you see out there are probably like, you know, $1,000, $800, eventually going to be obsolete. They're well, gonna... TVs at all are going to be obsolete yep. through either VR or augmented reality because. You know, Google's been working on augmented reality forever, <clears throat> and they're starting to come out with some pretty insane shit. Well, I know that they you uh, don't need a TV or so, goggles or nothing. No. It's just projected in real life, you know, as basically a hologram. Yeah. Um, I do know that uh, the PSVR 2 just came out just like the past like week or two. Really? I haven't yeah. seen that. Yeah. Anyway, they... Uh, one of the guys got a hold of one, and he decided to uh, get the game Resident Evil, which I'm sure you've yep. heard. Okay. Back in the day, I remember going to Ben's house in the original yep. Resident Evil. They made the like shit out five of movies of that. But, yeah. I mean, they were still good. Mila Jovovich was, you know, she did a really good job of it. Multipass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fifth element. Yeah, fifth element right there. <laughs> That's a cult. Yep. Uh, but, anyway, he was sitting there, and he's played it, and uh, the guy's like, I wonder how many uh, activists are getting pissed right now. What it is at one part, he like he's like holding a child in VR, right? And he grabs its fucking head and starts dipping it in like candle wax. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> like that, you can like literally like do all that stuff. Like you're, this is Resident Evil. This is like supposed to be based on like you know <clears throat> these a zombie apocalypse. A zombie apocalypse, and you're too busy like literally dunking a kid's head. <laughs> like you would. I think the thing is, is you're going to find yourself doing doing other stuff than actually trying to complete a mission. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's going to be <laughs> such a big sandbox. Because they were talking about, like, because I played games like Far Cry where the sandbox, you can just go and do shit crazy. Yep. They're saying it's going to be ten times bigger. Well, that's why they're saying the open world. Yeah. Like, there is no end to you playing it. <clears throat> like, you can continue on. Yep. There is no map. It's yep. just... Well, and then going back to the actors... <clears throat> I don't know if you've seen Bruce Willis has some rare disease, but yeah. he can barely communicate anymore, but he sold all the rights to his image, voice, and uh, uh, everything so that they, theoretically, they can mo- make Bruce Willis movies forever using AI now. Like, so. why wouldn't they have done that with the new Indiana Jones movie then? <laughs> because he's still alive, <laughs> and he wants the check. I mean, <clears throat> but they can... Obviously, it's still the likeness and all that, so you're still going to get money out of it. Some, but you're not going to get as much as actually making the movie. But but then you kind of wonder how will that affect upcoming stars? Yeah, new yeah new actors. But I saw Tom Sizemore died too. Yeah, I saw that. Um, Lieutenant Dan. No, that was that Lieutenant Dan. No, Lieutenant Dan was. Uh, God damn it! What was that guy's name? No, Tom Sizemore was in Saving Private Ryan. Oh, he um, was his uh his second in command. Tom Hanks yes, second in command. Shit. 
Um, he was in Heat. I just seen him recently. One of uh, Martin Scorsese's underrated films, Bringing Out the Dead. Uh, he was an ambulance driver in that movie too. He always reminded me of. Um, uh, he kind of had the same face as uh, shit. Uh, <laughs> Simpsons, the voice of Simpsons, um, and also Brecken or uh, oh uh, Hank Azaria. Yeah, Hank Azaria. He had that kind of same vo- or uh, look. Nah. I don't know. He was like a, a stout, uh, pudgy guy, but uh, he was he was in a lot of he was a character actor in a shit ton of films. Yeah, but the guy Private he, Ryan was probably one of his. Uh, what was that movie? I remember the guy you're talking about, Mission to Mars. Uh, I remember he was in, and yeah, he was Lieutenant Dan. Mission to Mars had Val Kilmer, and. Who is this motherfucker's name? Gary Sinise. Okay. Gary Sinise is the guy you're talking about. He was Lieutenant Dan. All right. He's not dead yet. All right. That's what I thought it was. Because I totally forgot. Obviously, Forrest Gump and uh, Saving Private Ryan, kind of same base as someone in the... The military aspect? Yeah. Um, Yeah, no. Saving Private Ryan, he was the second command where he was, like, bitching at where they were burying that German... Yep. Um, or they were letting the German go after they made him dig his own grave, and then Tom Hanks decided to let him go, and Edward Burns, who was carrying the big machine gun, was bitching at him, and Tom Sizemore like got in between him and Tom Hanks and was like, load up, pack up, move out. Like, do something, motherfucker. Yeah. Um, if you think about that movie, Save It, Pride He was Ryan. also the one at the end where he got shot, and he was like, Mother fuck, God damn it. <laughs> and he just took out his pistol he just and just, his, yeah, and just started, started firing in the air like, God damn it. And then that's God when at the end the, uh, the, air, <laughs> the jets came through and dropped the bombs. Yeah, and when I, Tom Hanks looked over at him, he was dead. Yeah. Yeah, that's Tom Sizemore. He just died for real. But uh, I mean, if you think about it, Saving Private Ryan came out 20 years ago. Jesus Christ, that makes me feel old. I want to say well, like yeah, it was 15, 20 years ago. Yeah, I was in high I mean, school when Matt it came Damon out. Matt Damon was in it. Matt Damon was private ride dude when you like if you go watch it now and realize how many actors are in it alec baldwin was in it as one of the office yeah. guys um matt damon tom hanks tom sizemore edward burns ted danson was in it yes and there was somebody else who had a small part i'm trying to remember where you're like this motherfucker's in this movie he was one of the like presidential like secretary of defense or something um yeah look up the cast quick but yeah when i rewatched it i'm like all these fucking like vin diesel was in it yeah oh yeah he was one of the yep. dumber dudes who was uh just another grunt military guy in their in their core yep and brian cranston was in it yeah brian cranston yep. was one of the other office uh military personnel and i'm like holy shit all these guys went on to like big ass careers and Ted Danson, this would have been kind of like towards the end of his all. I mean, he was more or less known in the 80s. For Cheers. And, and yeah. he did a couple movies. <laughs> Three Men and a Little Lady and Baby. And then, and then he did that one with Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forget what it was called. Wasn't it called Whoopi? No, no, no. He was, it was uh, something with, he was a car dealer and Whoopi Goldberg uh, had a daughter but never knew who the father was. And then the daughter wanted to find out who her father was. 
and ended up doing a paternity test, and it was Ted Danson. That's right. Okay. Um, um, I forget what the movie was called. It was horrible. It was a stupid comedy. But, yeah, he he was like one of those crazy car dealership guys with a cowboy hat on, like, I got prices so low you'll faint. You know, Made that, in America. Made in America. There yep. you go. Um, but, yeah, Ted Danson's career was basically over, and then all of a sudden he shows up in Saving Private Ryan as a, a – a, a sergeant for another when they came into that bombed out city where the sniper yeah after they got done with that sniper oh barry pepper was the sniper barry on the, pepper um he was in a shit ton of movies then in the 2000s dude he was in a movie because you know we were you know before we continue on uh you know we were talking about tra- traumatized he was also in a show you might not remember this but this came actually often tales from the crep came from this it was called a movie called creep show Oh, I remember. Yeah, I never Ted Danson was in this movie. No shit. Yeah. Holy fuck! The most fun you'll ever have being scared. <laughs> fuck <laughs> you. Yeah, I remember when Tales from the Crypt came on, and as soon as I saw that fucking yeah, I'm like, no, yeah. switch a channel. Remember yeah. my sister. The other one I was thinking of before that I didn't mention was my sister. I think she rented it. Uh, American Werewolf in London or American Werewolf in Paris. One of those two. But I saw the transformation, and that's when they did. There was no CGI; they did like the actual makeup, so it looked real, real. Like, it, I mean, if you go back and watch it now, you're kind of like, oh, yeah. it's kind of cartoonish, but it's real hair and real uh, makeup that some of these masters, just like Teen Wolf. Well, it was closer to because I think the guy who did that movie, the makeup for American Werewolf, did the thriller movie when michael jackson turned into the werewolf and that also in scared thriller. the shit out of me yeah so uh that was another one that got me uh never wanting to watch horror movies i don't think i watched horror movies till i was like in my 20s then well now horror movies <clears throat> it just seems like they're more unrealistic i mean it it shows more gore there's really not a like, don't get me wrong, like Rob Zombie movies, like The House of a Thousand Corpses Fuck and The that. Devil's Rejects, I love those movies. I don't. You don't? <laughs> Dude, like, that, that I is I can't so... watch them. They're too, like, the Hostel movie, I can't watch that. I can't do it. Can't get through it. I saw the blowtorch in the eyeball on Hostel. I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. But then on that one, too, was cutting the Achilles heels and the guy tried running away and his fucking feet just bent over. And you're like, I can't, ugh. Can't do it. Can't watch the whole thing. It's too much for me. Um, But I guess if I get surprised, like, I sort of knew it going in that it was a movie like that. Like, if I watch a movie where I don't know, like, Barbarian, I just heard it was good from the guys on Dudesy. Will Sasso said, he's like, it's so crazy. It's So I'm like, I have to watch it. But I didn't watch a preview. I didn't watch anything. I just watched it based on him saying it was a good movie. It was good. It was fucked up. If I had seen the previews, I might not have watched it. Jesus. But, anywho. Oh, yeah, I saw a preview today of uh, Russell Crowe in a movie called The Pope's Exorcist. It looks good. I want to see it. But you know what they always say about trailers, too. Yeah, but I, I don't watch all the trailers. I just get enough. Like, it was one of those ads between YouTube videos. And I watched just enough to go, that looks interesting, and I hit the skip button. 
because you can see it's a two-minute trailer. Yeah. I don't want to know all about it. I saw enough that I'm interested, so I'm just going to pack that away, and when I see that it comes out, I'll watch it. Well, I even seen now that uh, they had a big thing. Jake Gyllenhaal was at UFC last night at the pay-per-view. Okay. Uh, so they're making a new roadhouse. And Jake uh, Gyllenhaal, Jake Gyllenhaal is the main character, no, and uh, people were kind of pissed off. Not only the ones who uh, were buying the pay per view, but also the ones that were there because in between um, matches they had a half hour wait because Jake Gyllenhaal, uh, they had him the day the day before do weigh in, whatever. And they had Dana White in there. They had all the camera crew there. They had all the fans. So. They did the weigh-ins for all the real fighters, yeah, and then they did a weigh-in with Jake Gyllenhaal and his. So my guess is then they're using that footage in the movie, like yes. he's an ex-MMA so supposed- fighter. Yeah, so supposedly, 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 <laughs> I guess they're saying that this is going to be the 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 uh, this is going to be the start of the movie. So you already know that he's going to win. <clears throat> because everybody saw it already. They well, know. if they're using him in MMA, I'm guessing that his backstory is he's an MMA fighter, and yeah. then he becomes a fucking bouncer a bar owner at, at a bar. That's horseshit. Yep, you're supposed to have a. You think mis- Sam Elliott's going to be in it? I hope not. Just because I don't want them to give credence to. A CGI. Roadhouse was a great fucking '80s <laughs> yes. movie, and just leave Let's it. Watch. Do you think but, they'll have a CGI of Patrick Swayze? No, no. That would, I don't, because they would have to get, well, they'd have to have the family of Patrick Swayze agree to it. They can't just, because I'm sure he didn't sign an OA rights, right? you know, like Bruce Willis just did. But <clears throat> I'm sick of remakes. Make, don't call it Roadhouse. Call it something else. Call it Roadhouse Bar. Call it, uh, call it anything else. Come yeah. up with a new title. Base it off of, you know, Roadhouse, but you're obviously doing a different thing because the whole thing in Roadhouse was the mystery behind Patrick Swayze's character. Like, where did he come from? Why is he this badass? You know, it was sort of word of mouth like, oh, that's Dalton. You know, who's Dalton? You know, if you're an MMA star, everybody already knows who the fuck you are. So they're going to be coming to this bar picking fights. That's what I'm guessing this is going to be about. But maybe this will happen at a church. (laughs) <laughs> if he becomes he did, a pastor and then I'll, all of a sudden he's got to take away the crime and it's <laughs> i'll tell you what if he did, i tell you what if he doesn't rip some guy's throat out it's not it's not roadhouse <laughs> after he beats the shit out of somebody in uh ufc he goes in and baptizes a child yeah but no in this movie with jake gyllenhaal if he doesn't rip somebody's throat out at the end of the movie i'm gonna be pretty pissed yeah and if he doesn't knock knock over a big uh taxidermy grizzly bear on top of somebody <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'll, I'll show you yeah so i'll show you the video of uh uh him coming in like they literally did the whole people are like pissed off though the ones that actually bought the show and well yeah you're, so you're 30 they said uh 30 minutes in between after one of the fights and then to the when they had the prelims then to when the pay-per-view started yeah so obviously the studio bought money for the pay-per-view or yeah. sponsored it in order to do that to get footage for the movie is what i'm guessing yeah fucking assholes anyway wrestlemania is coming up uh and you want to know what speaking of wrestlemania <coughs> <coughs> aw me. revolutions tonight is it 
I don't know. I'm thinking about buying it. I'll probably be in because bed. MJF and Brian Danielson are having oh. an Iron Man match. And Danielson uh, will win it. I, that's why I put it as my DraftKings. No, you're an idiot. MJF's the star of AEW. I know they. Be, I know they are, but he's going to be the champion for at least a year. He, they're not going to put the. He's only had one match as champion. They're no because I think Punk's coming back and uh, and yeah. there's going to be a yeah. I don't want Punk to come back. I'm so sick of Punk. I want him a lot out of, of wrestling. Are, well, completely. not only that, but there's going to be a lot of hostility. So a lot of wrestlers are probably going to want to leave them because of it. Probably because he's stuck with that contract. Yeah. I well, mean, what was it? It was like a three well, year contract? Kenny Omega's contract that, is yeah. up and WWE is knocking on his door. And he said and, he said his dream was to always <clears throat> wrestle AJ. And AJ said he wants to retire in WWE. Yep. And the Young Bucks contract's coming up and those three I think are sticking together. Well they so, probably want to go where I'm, Well, they want the most money they can make. You and might they, as well. I mean, if you think about it, you know, get to the end of it. They know they can always go back to AEW and right. be heroes. Right. The Young Bucks. I don't know how long Kenny Omega wants to wrestle because, I mean, he's been through hell, through New Japan, New and Japan. now all the injuries yeah. he's been through. But, like, I do know that he always said that he wanted well, and his, it's, his it's, dream even, Yeah, even if AJ, like, retires in WWE, it doesn't mean he can't come right. back for one match against Kenny Omega in some sort of super card for New Japan or New something Japan, like yeah. that. Or the, or, I could see him doing when, it at the Tokyo Dome. <clears throat> well, when AEW and New Japan do their, what do they call that, uh, crossover that they do every year. Now, oh. they started it last year. Uh, but anyway, there's a crossover between NJPW Wrestling and AEW where they have a pay-per-view. Yep. So it's not like a couple years down the line, AJ and Kenny Omega couldn't do that. Right. Um, because AJ would be free of any contracts and he could do a one-time Time deal. Where they pay AJ a million dollars to come in and just like Jericho when he was out of WWE and then he yep. went to New Japan to wrestle Kenny Omega, which was fucking awesome. No, he was still with WWE. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't because because when I watched the Stone Cold whatever and he was talking about how that all happened, when he, he asked he asked for <clears throat> Vince's blessing. Yeah, but he wasn't under. He could have done it regardless. Oh, that's true. Yeah, but Jericho is a professional and he asked Vince's blessing. Just to, just as a courtesy, right? He he didn't have to do that. He could do whatever the fuck he wanted to do, um, which is. But AJ, I mean, he made his name arguably besides TNA. TNA he m- really exploded in New Japan. That's why WWE hired him because he was so hot in Japan. What do you think would happen? I'm just I'm just giving a hypothetical in the future. Let's just say Kenny Omega does join WWE. Okay. I think they'd ruin him. Do you think that AJ and then Finn Balor, Finn Balor, and then the OC and Kenny Omega? I mean, if WWE was smart, they would do that as a Bullet Club reunion in in uh, <clears throat> in WWE. But I don't think it's going to happen because they don't want to associate themselves with any other. And I think they'd ruin Kenny Omega. Yeah. Because they're not going to, well, Cody Rhodes was in fucking Bullet Club too. Yep. Oh, I, I even saw that they, um, who the heck, they, it was off screen. Or not, sorry, uh, it was uh, one of those tours that they did. Somebody had uh, their camera out and they took a video of it. It was a dark match. Well, they always call it dark matches. like Non-televised sh- match. Non-televised matches. Yeah. And uh, at the end of it, 
the OC came in to help. Uh, some I forgot whatever. Somebody came in to try to stop the whoever it was against Cody, and then all of a sudden at the end, they too sweeted. They did. They <laughs> too sweeted. Yeah. So. We'll see. I mean, this yeah. is really a golden age of wrestling right now. It is. It's, it kind of brings you back to it all. Well, there's. It's just. It's actually being well written now, yeah. to where there's actually feuds and it's not just thrown together. Except for this fucking WrestleMania match between Brock Lesnar and Omos, you can tell Vince, "I want big beefy boys in that <laughs> ring." You know, <laughs> you can tell that that's a Vince move yeah. that he he pressured. He's like, "I want one match," and you know. Yep. Triple H is like, okay. Because Lesnar and Lashley had that whole thing going on, and all of a sudden Lashley's going to wrestle Bray Wyatt for no reason whatsoever, and Lesnar's going to wrestle Omos for no reason whatsoever. Okay, that seems like a Vince fucking move. I want big, beefy boys. <laughs> oh, the beef. <laughs> I want all that Way beef. beef. <laughs> I want all you got to let it sit and simmer. Uh, I love men and big. Beefy men, By men wrestling in. each other. Can we get Goldberg, too? <laughs> oh, God, Goldberg. Speaking of Goldberg, I, I watched an old episode of Nitro yeah. because I saw the clip on on like a Instagram reel or something that guys on a podcast are talking about, and they were talking about some match, and they were talking about all the signs in the crowd because back then, like in the attitude area. Oh, my God, area, could you imagine going? It sucked going to them. I remember as a kid, it, back at the Brown County Arena, yeah, and, somebody and, that, in front and those of you were just host a... shows. They were not televised at all, and yeah. you had people all over with those fucking posters that would block you. Yeah, well, that's starting to come back in AEW. Yeah. A lot of people are putting up signs. But, hey, uh... you in the front with the fucking sign. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you with the giant cotton candy. <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> but somebody had a sign on ringside that said, "Goldberg eats corn the long way." I saw that. <laughs> yes. That made me laugh so fucking hard. <laughs> you take their top guy and be like, fuck that guy. Yep. He eats corn the long way. He eats corn the oh, long way. Oh, my God. I laughed so fucking hard. That was great. <clears throat> but uh, the only thing going in WWE that's a strong storyline is that whole bloodline thing with Roman and the Usos and yeah. Cody and uh, Sami Zayn. But it's so good. You have to f- fucking tune in to watch it. You know, I will say this, like, and I'm not knocking AEW. I think AEW right now, it's a lot more for fighting yeah, they're, versus storylining. Well, they're if you watch their promos, they're quicker. They're not the long, drown-out bullshit. Right. But, this, but this Bloodline one has been almost a year, but everybody's still highly invested in it. Guess who's behind it? Paul Heyman. Yeah. It's Paul Heyman's baby where Bruce Pritchard doesn't get his fucking grimy hands on it. Yes. Um. But a lot of other stuff has been better because Triple H has been in charge. But now that Vince is back, it's gotten worse. So you can tell that Vince has got his hands in it a little bit. And I can't let my baby go. Exactly. He needs to die. Yeah. It's, I've always said that. He <laughs> fucking just needs to die and let Triple H just take over the whole thing. But he's also they also are trying to sell the company. They were, but there's no way that anybody. I, I'll tell you this right now. It's going to be very difficult. That somebody is going to want to pay what he wants. Yeah, but it doesn't mean that that won't happen. Oh, I know, but $9 billion? That's what he wants. That's what he wants. He's all about negotiations. So, As long as Disney does not buy, which I see a bunch of shit with Disney. Holy shit. Yeah. I just saw, 
a lot of people calling out Disney, and then also I see DeSantis now called out. Disney. Oh yeah, in uh, in Florida fuck. they had all these tax breaks for Disney yep. World, and DeSantis, the governor of uh, Florida, Florida is like, no, you're gonna pay your fucking taxes. They wanted to be their own city or like their own. Yeah, they wanted village. to be like the Vatican yeah. in, in in Italy, where the Vatican was its own like country. That's what Disney World wanted to do, and DeSantis is like, what? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Oh, yeah, and by the way, you're going to start paying your taxes instead of fucking paying nothing. Yeah. Oh, they're all, so good on them. Yeah, I see the Mandalorian comes how back. Much, how much, how big does your fucking yacht have to be? No shit. God I see the Mandalorian it. comes back, I think it's tonight. Yeah, or did episode one come out already? Or it could have been. But I got to wait till HBO's done, and then I'll get well, something else. Well, not only that, but there's going to be a, a certain big character who... Uh, is not on it anymore, and I'm wondering how they killed her off. Mm. Yeah, because I mean, that's Mandalorian came out two years ago. Three, three. It was. I'm trying to think now because there's been two seasons, and it was like a year between seasons, right? And it's been a year since the last season. So that's four years ago. So I think oh. the very first. Oh, cops are going by. Must be speeders. I tell you what, when they come into town and I'm I look to back up out of my driveway, I can tell oh, yeah, they're, they're going coming in 50. 45 50. Yeah. I'm like you cunts. Yep. So I'm glad that they're enforcing the the law finally, but I I just can't wait till summer if they keep doing it because yeah. they'll just be 24/7 pulling people just, over. Just have a speaker people. outside breaking the law, breaking the law. Well, it helped a little bit last year when they put up the Oh. That uh, speedometer reader. Yeah, coming into town yep. and both sides of town. They might have to do that again this year because, yeah, I wouldn't be able to get out of my driveway on Memorial Day. And You always have to turn around and go around the uh, the gravel driveway yeah. right next to you. In Zernike's trucking driveway yeah. across my lawn. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, back to Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, what's her name? Gina Carano made some statements and Disney got all butthurt. And it wasn't even that bad. It's like, and she was one of the main characters. Yeah, I mean, she did. I don't think they'll have to kill her off because she was the last season. She was like the sheriff or whatever of a of different a planet, planet system. Yeah. So they just won't revisit that planet system. I guess is my guess is what's going to happen. But <clears throat> I don't know. Talked about wrestling. You want to move on to... Uh, uh, well, actually, no. We can... Because uh, the game is on right now. You, you had a little thing about the Orlando Galaxy, and so oh, they yeah. died. XFL. XFL, yeah. I saw that the uh, they interviewed the Orlando coach after at halftime of the game last week, and he basically threw all the players under the bus saying, I don't know, we need some new guys in here. These guys ain't cutting it. It's like, holy shit. It's like, aren't you the one who got these players on the team in the first place? Yeah, but I mean, I've been watching some of these games, and they just aren't up to snuff. I don't, I don't need all season football throughout the year because right. watching this, I mean, it's nine to three in the fourth quarter. Who the fuck wants to watch that? I want to see touchdowns. What this? Oh my god! What? Okay, so anyway, I was telling you. Okay, the Orlando Guardians. Okay, yeah. so this is what happened, and I just saw now. What? He's in reinstated by the XFL one day after being cut by... <laughs> All right, here it is. So their quarter... Go back. <clears throat> okay, so we're going to go back to two weeks ago. Uh, oh, sorry, for, through the first two weeks. 
Um, the Orlando Guardians uh, quarterback, who was uh, Quentin Dandy, or sorry, Dormady. <laughs> Quentin Dormady. Quentin Dandy yeah, Quint- sounds so, yeah, so much does. better. <laughs> uh, so it turns out what happened was this quarterback, or backup quarterback, Quentin Dandy, or Dormady, Dorm- <laughs> again, see, there it is. He allegedly gave an opposing team plays from the Guardian's playbook. The team heard about it, investigated, and released it. They also removed his stats from the website of XFL. Well, now, according to that, the team is now, or the XFL is reinstating him because according to the vice president of communications of the XFL, the league is actively reviewing a personal issue regarding a player on the Orlando Guardians who was released from the team yesterday. It also says additional information on the situation was brought to the attention to the league overnight, and the league has reinstated the player while it conducts a formal investigation. So they don't get sued, basically. Yeah. But he's like been released. He's not. He, he's in the XFL, but he's not on a team. Yeah. But that's what he was doing the past two weeks. He was giving out the playbooks of his whole fucking team to the opponents. <laughs> what a cunt! I only make a hundred thousand. Yeah. Like well, that. you could be not playing football at all. Yeah. Football at all, you fuckface. <laughs> that seemed like <clears throat> some bad news. So why don't we have some more? Well, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Well, I wanted I wanted to tell you this because I just heard about it on Tim Dillon's podcast. The uh, L.A. Police Department is going to stop responding to nonviolent crime calls. So, like theft, like uh, say there's a homeless guy like in your yard camping out. They're not even going to show up. No. If you call 911, (laughs) nope, not coming. Awesome. So, unless it's a violent crime. I like like that because... well, I, I mean, I don't want to live there, no. but I'm glad. I I hope they eat themselves. <laughs> well, they they were saying last week. I guess they called out <clears throat> some business owner, and that fucking guy wants to run for president. That Gavin Newsom. Newsom? Yeah, fuck him. I know, but it's just like, uh, what? <laughs> Do you want to know what he did? Did you not hear him? Like he called out. He called out everybody. Okay, so there was. He he did, and so did uh, which is not going to be a mayor anymore. That Lori Lightfoot. Oh, thank God! God. Yeah, I saw that too. That alien-looking bitch. <laughs> she is an alien. She tried claiming the crime went down during her fucking uh, administration. It's like no, nope. it didn't. It's it like there's have... more murders in Chicago now than there ever has been. So the they murder s- capital yeah, of the U.S. They they said that uh, her and uh, Newsom, they were both arguing the fact that. The reason why there are such issues and crime um, is that because the stores themselves are not secured better. <laughs> That's what they exactly said. So what they are need they to, have to have security guards. They need, or they need to have better security guards around the store. They need to have better cameras. It needs to be better protected well, from the, the thieves. Yeah. No. How about you just uh, arrest the thieves? So then they got mad when they found out that all the real tail or retailers are all bailing out of these cities and not putting up stores. Yeah. Well, why the fuck? And then they're you? calling them out, and they're like, "So you they, can't make me open a store where right. I don't think I'm going to make money, fuckface." Well, they already said that they um they were talking about how they said the only thing that sucks about Florida right now is everybody's flocking to Florida, okay? Yeah. But they're afraid that there's going to be the wrong people that are going to flock to Florida, and then that's where... Well, I mean, you can't stop that. And that's going to happen in Texas, too. Well, actually, Texas, they cleaned up their, like, homeless problem. They built, like, apartment complexes and be like, all right, live here. Don't live on the fucking street. Jerry Jones and Warren Buffett did? <laughs> no, uh, 
who was the Abbott was Abbott. the governor of yeah. Texas. I think he's out now, but no, he's no, he's is he still? In yeah, there? he won the re-election. Okay, I'm not up on my politics because I don't give a fuck. Right, unless it affects me personally. But I listen to the wild shit once in a while where I'm just like, are you kidding me? Like that, yeah, that Gavin Newsom and that Lori Lightfoot crazy bitch. Yeah, I'm just like, how do you how do you expect life to operate under your crazy ass fucking regulations whatever um i saw a story uh the headline was two ups employees were arrested on charges of taking part in an alleged cocaine trafficking scheme (laughs) uh they were among five texas men arrested and accused of transporting cocaine through ups packaging for several months uh five men including two ups employees were arrested for drug trafficking charges for transporting cocaine throughout the company's packages across the u.s uh (laughs) reading through this here uh i can't pronounce these guys names mendoza gomez lopazano um allegedly manufactured fraudulent labels for packages and sent them through the ups system to their destinations all including kilos of cocaine so they're charged with conspiracy to possess with intent to distribute and uh what was the other one something along the lines of uh fraudulent using a company's resources for oh okay so they were using ups as a cocaine distribution system <laughs> that's awesome though i mean yeah. you, that, that's just that's so smart I, hey i got a guy that prints off labels and we got all these extra boxes what if what did yeah what is the I name took of an that? extra hour of overtime to deliver these boxes somewhere <laughs> what's the name of that company that where uh it's like shipping for free or whatever you get those um those printers that print off the shipping labels. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> you just get... God, I, damn, I, uh, God damn it. I can't think of it. Yeah. But it, it's something with the U.S. Postal Service. So yeah, so you, but you have, it, you, know, you have it at your home or your business, whatever. Yeah, and you just, just print, print off labels. That was an old Mitch Hedberg joke. He's like, I love the FedEx guy because he's a drug dealer and he doesn't know it. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> What was the other bad news you had? Uh, so I had two of them, but then uh, this one, uh, authorities in western Wisconsin were able to arrest a shoplifting suspect after one of the stolen bottles of uh, perfume had a GPS tracker on it. Really? Yeah. According to Pierce County Sheriff's Office, on February 27th, deputies were sent to report a shoplifting incident at a beauty store. Store employees said that a male suspect stolen Two thousand eight hundred dollars worth of fragrances. Jesus, Holy that's shit. a lot of Axe body spray. <laughs> Dude, you ain't getting laid. The pheromones are not going to kick in. It was for my girlfriend. Yeah. However, one of the bottles reportedly had a GPS tracker on it. <laughs> okay. It must have been an expensive yeah. bottle. The tracker apparently showed that the suspect was in a parking lot outside a near nearby department store. Deputies then found the suspect and he was taken into custody. They said they found or. Um, the the stolen merchandise was in his backpack, and uh, they asked what he was go- what he would do with the stolen merchandise. He reportedly he was going to trade it for math for <laughs> fentanyl. Ah, oh, that was close. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, all the uh, stolen merchandise was returned to the store, and the suspect was booked in jail and reportedly set at a ten thousand dollar 
bond. And he's the best smelling inmate in the jail. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing, then. Uh, the the same suspect who got whatever he also pleaded guilty the week before or the month before that <laughs> and was sentenced to thirty days in jail for another burglary. Oh, so just keep up. Hey, at a boy. Okay, hey, if keep you don't, up the good fight. Hey, if you fall off that horse, you get back up on it. That's right. <laughs> I saw in Russia that uh, <laughs> the Russia. If he dies, he dies. Yeah. <laughs> Putin gives Steven Seagal a Russia's friendship award. I, I saw that. <laughs> yeah. Russian President Vladimir Putin is honoring Steven Seagal with an award for uh, the under siege actor's support of the country. Seagal was presented with the Order of Friendship, multiple news outlets reported, citing the Russian government's internet portal. The award was created in 1994 to encourage citizens for activities aimed at ensuring the well-being and prosperity and security of Russia. So Seagal is now going to be the secret operative uh, witness uh, when he comes back to the U.S. (laughs) and his intelligence. He's going to teach the KGB (laughs) and how to beat guys. Have you seen him lately (laughs) when he's been in dojos? Well, he's 70 years old. But he's gonna teach the KGB on how to beat up guys with a, a cue ball in a <laughs> in a bandana. <laughs> what was that out for justice? Yes. Where he went into that bar and beat the fuck out of everybody by picking up the cue ball and wrapping it in a bar rag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so did uh, you remember the person that won that two point four billion dollar jackpot? Oh, yeah. You heard about what happened, right? Oh, another guy claimed that he stole yeah. it. Did you see it? Yeah, did you hear about That's that? That's all I heard. That yeah. Another guy. So claimed after he months stole of it. anticipation, a winner finally came forward towards claiming the record-breaking two point zero four million dollar Powerball jackpot. Billion. One. Yeah, billion. Sorry. One on a single ticket in California. Though the jackpot was advertised as a multi-billion-dollar prize, the lucky winner walked away with just nine hundred and ninety-seven point six million before taxes. Why? That's the lump yeah, sum. Yeah. Exactly. So, then another 28% goes to the government uh, or the federal government, and then whatever your state taxes are, you'll end up with about 600. Yeah. Well, it's all because the ways of the way the jackpot winner can claim their prize, which you were, you know, anyone lucky enough to win the Powerball jackpot, regardless of its size, has two options when it comes to the getting the prize. Obviously, yeah. But according to Annuity the. Power- year lump sum. Yeah. Uh, but according to Powerball, the, that cash value has to do with the second prize claiming option. What the hell? I don't care. Yeah, either annuity or right. lump sum. But so anyway, there. according to Powerball, oh, wait, what the hell? Quit talking about this shit. Okay, Edwin Castro isn't walking away a billionaire. He has received the largest cash payout in Powerball history, but Castro also is being sued by another man who claims the winning ticket was stolen from him. Of course he did. Powerball is played in 45 states. The District of Columbia, Puerto Rico, and U.S. Virgin Islands drawings are held. Uh, we don't care about what Yeah, nobody's ever won yeah, from them. Exactly. <laughs> but it turns out, yeah, so the, the, the guy who California. won it is now being sued by another guy saying that he stole his ticket. Possession is nine-tenths of the law. Yeah. It, well, that's happened plenty of times. You can't. You can't. Hey, if you've got your name uh, signed on the back of that ticket, you're the one who gets it. Yep. Tough shit. Yeah. So <clears> I <throat> guess we're gonna find out exactly. They tried. But it is they California, to... so they might just uh, be like, "Hey, we're gonna just take it all, and both you guys get nothing." Probably, yeah, it was probably probably meth head on skid roll. Yeah. Well, 
that's a lot of meth. <laughs> <laughs> that's like uh, Tyrone Biggums on like the Spell Show, also. where he's like, "Baby, I got the biggest rock," <laughs> and it's like that bowling ball size yep. crack rock, and he's like, "The girl's like, oh my god, that'll last us weeks." I know. <laughs> oh, what other? Oh, uh, I saw Evers, Wisconsin's governor. Uh, he wants to extend bar hours for the Republican convention. I'm like, you hypocritical fuckface. Uh, the Wisconsin Democratic governor... Wait a told- minute. He only wants to do it during that time. Apparently. Uh, Democratic governor Tony Evers wants bars to stay open until 4 a.m. next year for the Republican Party's national convention in Milwaukee. He wants something to go bad. Yep. A provision in Evers' budget proposal would allow bars in 14 counties surrounding Milwaukee to extend their hours to accommodate convention goers, uh, uh, CBS 58 reported in, on Monday. The convention is expected to draw tens of thousands of people to the battleground state of Wisconsin's largest city from July 15th to the 19th in 2024. Bars are currently closed at 2 a.m. on weekdays and 2.30 on weekends. Uh, Evers' idea will need the approval of the Republican... Which is not going to happen. ...controlled legislature. I was thinking we should go down there for it just to go to one of the (laughs) furthest counties out that gets to stay open till 4 (laughs) a.m. And then they just open back up at 6 o'clock. We just just sleep in the parking lot. Yeah. A similar proposal died in state Senate in 2020 when Democrats were scheduled to host their national convention in Milwaukee. And the convention was delayed a month and ultimately became a largely virtual event. Uh, It's all a political ploy. Yeah. Uh, the group was working on its own proposal of the Tavern League. The Tavern League was working on its own proposal for members of bars and restaurants during the convention. The ultimate goal is you want people to leave the great state of Wisconsin and say we had a hell of a good time in Milwaukee. We don't want a situation where people can't have their dinner if it's that late at night. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> this isn't based upon the people that are coming to the convention. Because oh. people that go to conventions are not going to get hammered drunk. <laughs> oh, yeah, they are. <laughs> you well, ever see those fucking burnt out uh, political people in like... Uh, well, it's uh, the national convention, right, in Milwaukee next year? Yeah, so that means people from the rest of the country would come right, to it. But So, I mean, I don't know. It seems like it's, it's a bad a, idea. Well, yeah, I mean, because you're just waiting for something on the Republican well, asked, side to fuck up. Where well, it helps no, they it. asked for the same thing for the Democratic convention yeah, but in 2020. Who was the gov- yeah, but who was the governor back in 2020? Oh, that was Evers then, too. Was it? Yeah. Cause, well, yeah. Did he get reelected? Yeah. No. Yeah, he got reelected. I think Walker was, like, done. Because Evers was uh, our governor when we had the pandemic. Oh, yeah, and that happened at the end of 2019, beginning of 2020. Yes. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. Got any more? Because I got a uh, couple. Th- that's all I have. So listen to this one. Okay. A Wisconsin man knocking on doors holding two axes jumps out of a second-story window. <laughs> a 25-year-old. That's a different story of knocking on heaven's door. Get it? <laughs> wah, wah. A 25-year-old Wisconsin man was arrested for disorderly conduct after knocking on doors of an apartment building while holding two small axes only to jump out of a second-story window. Uh, It happened around 10.20 p.m. on February 21st. Officers say Antonio Ramsey allegedly entered a stranger's home holding two small axes 
after knocking on multiple doors. When one person opened their door, Ramsey reportedly entered the unit and jumped out of a second-story window. Officers found Ramsey on Stoughton Road near Commercial Drive shortly after and arrested him for disorderly conduct while armed and resisting and obstructing arrest. The investigation is ongoing, but no additional <laughs> details were provided. They should probably look at the axe-throwing place and see if they have any <laughs> axes missing. Yeah, because <laughs> it sounds like that's where he might have got them. Yeah, right. <laughs> and the last one I found was, uh, the headline was, 23 dogs and drugs were seized during a Wisconsin search warrant of a possible illegal dog breeding operation. Michael Vick? Was nowhere to be found. Okay. <laughs> Down in Kenosha. Oh, 23 dogs were recovered and transported to a southeastern Wisconsin animal shelter following a search warrant that leaded to one arrest. A Facebook post by Kenosha County Sheriff's Department states the search warrant was executed around 9 a.m. on Friday morning on whatever block in Kenosha. During the joint operation between the Kenosha Drug Operations Group, KSD Tactical Response Team, and the KPD Special Investigations Unit, 23 dogs were found and turned over to the Safe Harbor Humane Society. Based on the number of dogs and puppies, it is believed an illegal breeding operation was occurring at the residence. That investigation is being handled by whatever, this other organization. Authorities say one suspect, Tyrone Price Sr., was taken into sus uh, custody, allegedly seized over $2,500 883 grams of THC and marijuana pro okay. product, which big fucking deal. Yeah. Three and a half grams of cocaine and well, seven then. grams of heroin. <laughs> wow. uh, <laughs> following charges, possesses possessed with intent to deliver marijuana within a thousand feet of a school, second offense. Uh, possession of cocaine within a thousand feet of a school, second offense. Possession of heroin, a thousand feet within a school, second of sense, and maintaining a drug home. No law enforcement or animals were injured during the operation, and no further details were released. Dude, that guy's fucked. <laughs> Especially being right by the school, and yeah. it, it's second offense, and do you want top of it? A thousand feet ain't far. No. <laughs> like, ah, I'm going to do it right under their noses. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> ah. Oh, that's so good because you need cocaine. Cocaine. <laughs> It's a hell of a drug. Alrighty, want to move on to some upper deck cards? Yeah, sure. Oh yeah, okay. So before we get to these upper decks, I also want to tell this story. Okay. So we went to Doc's this morning for breakfast. Oh yeah. Okay. Now just let me tell oh, the story. Oh yeah. I didn't tell you about. I didn't share the. Uh, I was. We were going to do this on Monday because I was supposed to go out to brunch. Yeah. Um, and I actually. <coughs> my throat's whistling. I heard um, it too. Fucking wheezy. Um, uh, last night I saw my buddy uh, Andy at the surprise party, and he was going to go to the Colonial House in Freedom because they have a big uh, like buffet brunch. It was actually on our supper club list, but it's not really a supper club. It's more like a, I don't know, like a Ponderosa where they have big buffets there, and it's like you know twenty, thirty bucks a person. But I guess the buffet is really good. Like Friday nights, they have a seafood buffet with like crab legs and claws and fish and holy shit. Yeah, I've always heard it's really good, and their brunch is excellent. They got prime rib and uh, you know everything breakfast, and so I was like really excited to go. But then my sister called and said, "Oh, I'm sick. We can't. I can't go." So then I just went over to my parents' house and had some French toast this morning. Yeah, 
But yeah, Colonial House isn't on our list anymore for supper clubs because right. it's not really a supper club. Just like I don't know if Romy's is going to be on our list either because it's sort of the same thing. It's a, <clears throat> it's something that we could do because uh, it would be more along the lines of the gathering. Well, like and, for Easter brunch type. Even thing. my well, because uh, my brother John, whatever he texted me and uh, when he was listening last Monday to the show, and he goes, um, he goes Club Thirty Two has because we had Club Thirty Two. He goes. Yeah. Dude, Club 32 has good fish fries. I also think they have double bubble from 5 to 6 on Fridays. At least they did a few years ago, but he goes, uh, but he goes, yeah, it is like 117. Yeah, but so it's not really a right. supper club. It's just a great bar with good food. Right. But I did, Joey, uh, Robert's brother, goes to a lot of them, and he gave me a couple that I hadn't heard before. Okay. Uh, well, Crab and Jack's is on our list, and so is Schwartz and Burgers and Anigo, which is more of a German-themed... Uh, Ooh, I like German food. Yeah, and there's another one he uh, named that I can't... It's called, like, the Bavarian Inn. I think I, That sounds familiar. Yeah, it's not like Seagrid's, but it's... Right. Because they're out of business now, but... That's what I hate. <clears throat> but it's, was... like, it's in the 920, but we could still go. Yeah, we can still go. Um, Highview Inn in Medford... Never heard of that. Yeah, but it's Medford's like out Wausau way. Eh? Yeah. Uh, Mondo Dam Lodge in Westboro. <laughs> okay. Mondo? Yeah. And then the, there's another one in Medford called Phil and Eleanor's, which I looked up. It's like pretty, uh, looks pretty good. Oh. So I'll add those to our list. Yeah. If anybody has one that may not be on our list. Why don't you go ahead and send us a message or email us at livefrom715 at They don't know what our list is. Yeah, but they can just... Oh, you know. yeah, they can just... Elaborate. Ones that they may not think that we would know. Yeah, ones that, uh, like, I doubt many people know about the one in Caroline that we went to. Oh, that... So if there's one Well, that's that, why the <clears throat> name of it's called Hidden Valley. Yeah. It's, it's hidden in a valley. Very hidden. <laughs> <clears throat> so if there's and one... And it's in Caroline. Yeah, so if there's one in, like, a small town that may uh, a lot of people might not know about like hillcrest a lot of people still don't know about that one i had to tell my uh i told a bunch i told of a bunch that, of people about that too and they're all like <clears throat> i know a few of them that said that this summer that they're actually planning on traveling there and i told them already that they need to get there before uh they open shout out to hillcrest they follow us on instagram yeah yeah and the uh bartender i think that bartended for us really because she, she's the one who friend requested oh us. okay so shout out to you Here's to all of you guys, all of, you yeah, know, all of our, anybody that's been following us, or, yeah. or uh, whether you're a business or just a person, you know, personal person, you know, person, one of our friends that yep. tells another friend, thanks a bunch. Yeah, we appreciate it. I mean, we do this just to kill time because it's fun, but who knows what might happen with it? Yeah, we're not expecting much out of it, but well, let's if just say that we happen, a, yeah, it'd be it, pretty. Let's I just say guarantee we'd run with it and yep. fucking have a great ass time with, and we're gonna, with it. We're gonna bring you all with us on board. <clears throat> Fuck yeah. All the OGs, That's kidding right. me? Yep. So yeah. So anyway, I want to go cool back. It'd be cool for us to like host an event. It would be. So, I think we need. We'd we'd need like a sponsor, but that ain't that hard to do. Like if we could get a bunch of sponsors. Yeah. Like you know, hundred bucks a piece type deal, and throw a fucking shindig at Lumberyard or yeah, something like that. Right in the back. Get a band. Ooh. 
We got ideas. We just need the uh, exposure and the funding. That's right. <laughs> Tell you what. You know, all, all, all of the you money. Li- all okay, <laughs> this is what happens. All of you listeners, okay, this is what you do. Okay, listen up really closely. Every episode that I we don't do. Like, I don't like how your voice is changing right now. Every You're episode. Like trying to seduce people. Yeah. <laughs> it's, what do they call that? That's um, uh, subliminal advertising. Yeah, I saw a subliminal advertiser once, but just for a second. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway... Uh, Every episode that you hear, put $5 into the side. Just keep it there. <laughs> and then at the end of the year, grab so, that money. This sounds like a pyramid scheme. <laughs> and then uh, if you want to meet up with us, we'll buy you a few beers. You hand us the money, and then we're going to have a big party, and we're going to put your name as one of our big sponsors. Hell yeah, that'd be cool. See what I mean? And we'll give you, we'll get uh, lighters and Lighters and shirts and can yeah. And you're going to be considered part of the the committee, the OGs. Yeah, the ad, the administration. Live from someone five OGs. Yeah, you'll you'll be a uh, you'll get a producer credit. But <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, when we make it really big, you're going to be the first ones. We're going to say, "What do you guys want to do?" Yeah, okay? exactly. All the other ones have to wait for all the ones that are included. We first. should have a name for our listeners. We should come up with like a because like the bonfire they they have a Facebook group. They call them the campers. Okay. You know, sitting around a bonfire. Well, I don't we know. We should think of a live from the 715. We'll think of something in next group name for our listeners. Next week, our, we're going to come up with one. Or maybe our, they could. Yeah, if you want to send in suggestions, what we should call like dive bar goers or something along those lines. Just don't call yourself the shit breeders. <laughs> we wouldn't let you. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if you got a cool name that you think for, you know. Our gang, our OG group of listeners, yeah, uh, toss it our way. We'll, I wonder uh, if they actually do. They get top badges. Yeah, we just had a new fan get promoted as a top fan. I saw. Oh, really? Yesterday, um, I know Shannon is, and then oh, who the hell just somebody else made? Oh, our buddy, my buddy Eric, who uh, went to high school with. Okay, so he must be an avid listener. I know he talked to Robert and said he listened to it all the time. Yeah, well, yeah, when we were at the uh, uh, the comedy show. Oh, yeah, that's where you saw him. Yeah, that's where we saw him. I haven't talked to him in a while yeah. since Zako days. But, yeah, think up of a name. <laughs> we'll think up of some names and uh, get our little crew going here. Yeah. On to the baseball. Oh, well, okay, but well, I just oh, wanted. Oh, for God's sakes. I was trying to tell you about what happened at Docs, and you were talking oh, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. All right, what happened at Docs? So, anyway, went to Docs, and after that was done, then I was like, oh, I'm going to go into the antique store part where I got the tops baseball ones, right? Yeah. So, anyway, guess what? The other box of tops, exactly the amount that was still in there, is still there. And they pulled, they pulled or they put on top of it probably about 30 wax packs still unopened of 1988 Donruss baseball cards. The Donruss? Get them. Here's the thing. Remember when I bought those? I bought those at $1.50 a piece. Yeah. They have the whole thing now. for. They only sell by the pack $3 a pack. How many packs are in there? Well, the Donruss, there has to be at least 20, 25 of the Donruss, and then the, the tops yet was about three-fourths full yet. And they're making you buy all of them? I was well. I didn't know. I was. I saw. I here's the thing. If I bought that last year, okay. Yeah, for what thirty bucks? Forty forty five bucks. Okay. And the other case was still there, and it had cards taken out of it. It was three fourths full, and it's still three fourths full to this point. 
And then on top of it, they had on the side the a pack of like, uh, yeah, about 20 packs of uh, the 88 Donruss. I would ask her to contact the seller and be like, would they be willing to deal on all of these? Maybe next week we go for breakfast. Yeah. And we wheel and well, deal. Well, next week doesn't work for me. Because oh, no, no, never mind. Not, sorry. It wouldn't be next week. Um, I'm going to a bluegrass festival. Oh, no, it wouldn't either because, uh, okay, so the week after. Yeah. We could do it on a Saturday because then Robert doesn't have Mackie and we can go all for breakfast. No, because Friday we're going out to. Right. Uh, we're going out. Pulaski, and then the 18th, we're going to the right. supper club. Right. So we'd have to go that morning of the 18th. That's what I meant. In the morning. It I would be say. me and you because I know uh, Robert's not yeah, going to be true. up. <laughs> so then we could go for breakfast and we'll try to wheel and deal. They don't open until 10 o'clock anyway. The okay. antique. Yeah, club. I'm always up by 10. So so even if I have a hangover, I'll, I'll get a brisket omelet or something at the Docs. That's what my dad got this morning. Shout out to Docs. Yeah. They got good barbecue there. It's just sometimes, I don't know. You always got to get them on a good day. Yeah. Friday Fish Fry, their perch is fucking phenomenal if you get it dine-in. Because if any fish fry, if you get takeout, it steams in that box and it gets all soggy and it's shit. Yep. But Robert said he got uh, mahi blackened tuna tacos from there on Friday night. He said, I mean, it got steamed because he got uh, sweet potato fries with him. Yeah. But by the time he got the docks to back home, it was... They were a little mushy because they're sitting inside a takeout box for 20 minutes. Because you don't know how long it's been sitting on the bar either. Yeah, exactly. So you almost have to go there, order it for takeout, have a drink, wait till it comes out. (laughs) We went there. And at that point, you might as well dine in at the bar. I mean, we went there. Ask somebody to go with you. (laughs) So anyway, I don't know what the hell is going on this morning, but when we got there at 9 o'clock, the whole bar was full already, okay? And everybody on the bar had a, a Bloody Mary in front of them. So I think Don't that bar holds... Don't they have specials on Sunday morning yes. for Bloody Marys? Uh, no, the, it's uh, mimosas. It's bottomless mimosas for $15. Holy shit. Yeah. I wish I liked them more. Yeah, I know. That's what I thought. Well, they should... Saturdays the, and during Sundays... During the summers, they'd... they should do bottomless micheladas because oh. that would be the equivalent of a mimosa yeah. because it's half beer, half Bloody Mary mix. Maybe we can get Noel to do a bottomless mimosa. And micheladas. Yeah. I mean, bottomless, yeah, bottomless. Um, I mean, she's got the flights, but she or, doesn't really. Oh, yeah, micheladas, too. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's a summer Bloody Mary. I fucking love a michelada. Yeah. You got to have it the right way. Mm. No, I mean, like. Even you a poor have... man's michelada, as long as it's got right. the chili salt on the rim when you drink it. Oh, fucking love it. All righty. You start him off with this 91 All right, Dude. Boston Red Sox sticker. Well, that's the second one, so you can take that one home with you. Yeah. I'm going to put it on my Trapper Keeper. <laughs> All right. Um, Alex Fernandez of the White Sox. Wow. They looks like He actually looks like a Hernandez twin. <clears throat> Dave Valley of the Mariners. Mike Heath of the Braves. Terry Kennedy of the Giants. Kennedy. Kennedy. Jim Presley of the Padres. Right, how you know these cards are real because they're flipped around backwards and Jack McDowell of the White Sox, Paul (laughs) Paul Ferries (laughs) of the Padres, yeah, Um, Mike Heath of the Braves. Did I just say his name? Oh, 
What you got? A checklist, star rookie, all-star checklist. Actually, that might be all right because the yeah. the rookie one, like when we were going through the uh, the football one, the the rookie checklist with I Brett Favre that. on yeah. the front is, is worth, worth a lot. lot of money. Yes, that's why when you see junk wax sale, when he always goes, ooh, ch- checklist, yeah. ooh, checklist. <laughs> uh, Todd Stoudemire of the Blue Jays. Like uh, God damn it, get you the right way. Terry Pendleton of the Braves. Wow, Uh, this one's sucking so far. Dave Magadon of the Mets. (laughs) Magadon. (laughs) He sounds like a transformer. (laughs) Dave Magadon. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Mike Blowers. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunate. Uh, Of the Yankees. Uh, Andy Van Slyke. I remember that guy. And then... Turner Ward of the uh, Indians. That's small. talk about a pile of junk. The that only you just got. good card that I did have was, was the checklist. Was the checklist? <laughs> <laughs> IPA punishment. Yep. Well, you're you're still up too. I got none. Oh. Uh. Yeah, and Robert has one. I'm, I threw away our other list, but I remember that you had two. <clears throat> I'm writing that down here. Okay. I might get my first win. A Toronto Blue Jays sticker. Joe Carter. Uh, Let's see here. My eyes are getting fucking bad. (laughs) Holy fuck. (laughs) Well, I got... I don't have a lot of light over here either. Carry on. Pull the... uh, The flashlight to flashlight. (laughs) Alrighty. Pete Smith of the Braves. Dave Gallagher, not related to the comedian from the Orioles. Joe Solarski, pitcher for the Athletics. Roger McDowell from the Phillies. Kevin Gross from the Dodgers. Hey, Dan Plesak, pitcher for the good old Brewers. Jeff Hamilton of the Dodgers. That's like the third one we got of him. Mike Timlin from the Blue Jays. Was that a second one in there? Hubie Brooks of the Dodgers. Ernest Riles of the A's. Howard Johnson from the Mets. Charlie Hugh from the White Sox and Jeff Conine. Oh, I got one more. George Bell from the Cubs. I think my Dan Plesak trumps your... <laughs> I think my Dan Plesak... <laughs> Why? Is it because he's on the MLB network? You know what? Those were so garbage. I think we should open up another pack. Hey, I like that idea. All right. We can't have not one single star out of both of our packs. <laughs> the checklist. Yeah, we'll hang on to the checklist. <laughs> and don't forget about the stickers that are going to happen then at the end of the year or at the end of uh Yeah, we got to find places to put them up. I'm definitely throwing one up at the uh, Good Vibes on their pole or something. Yeah. All right. I got an Astros old school logo sticker. Ooh. Uh, that one looks pretty cool, actually. I, 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 those, yeah, that one was actually cool. I like those. All righty. Let's start this shit off again. Okay. <laughs> Bobby Witt from the Rangers. Oh, hey, you want to know what his son right now is like? Yeah. The top, his, Bobby Witt Jr.? I looked in the cards from the Prism ones. Yeah. And I've got a Bobby, Bobby Witt, Witt rookie, like Prism card. I looked it up. It's only like six bucks. But if he turns out to be a superstar, oh. um, we might have. And I looked up that uh, rookie debut. What was it? Uh, Neil O'Cruz or Cruz? Oh, Neil Cruz. Yeah. That one's a pretty sweet ass card too, so we'll have to see if those make any, if those people 
get famous enough. Yeah. All right. Continuing on. For the Cubs, Mike Bielzecki. Devon White for the Blue Jays. <laughs> Devon, get the table! <laughs> All right. Yeah, I got to flip these around. We've got Dale Murphy of the Phillies. An Oriole who has a mustache that's pretty... Dwight Evans. <laughs> Quite the impressive mustache. Pedro Guerrero. Not the one that I'm looking for. I'm looking for Vlad Guerrero. Yeah. Brian Downing of the Rangers. Pete Shurek of the Mets. This is all hot garbage so far. Sid Fernandez of the Mets. He was actually a decent pitcher, but not a superstar. Jack Morris of the Twins. Corey Schneider of the Indians. Hey, another Bo Jackson. Hey. This is actually worth 40 bucks. I looked it up. I email, or I messaged you about this. Yes, I remember that. Yep. So this and the Griffey Jr. that we got, uh, one's worth 40 the other one's 50 So, hey, I got a Bo Jackson. Brett Butler of the Dodgers. No relation to the, <laughs> the actress. Actor. The actress, yes. Uh we got a Mark Lemke of the Braves and finish off with a Brett Main top prospect that nobody's ever heard of. <clears throat> Look Bre- at that fine Maine. Brett Main rookie. Well, you are looking good after that one. Well, the Bo Jackson, the Bo Jackson is, is the only helps. card I got. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Um, I don't know, that Toronto Blue Jays sticker is pretty sweet. I got the uh, Oakland, Oakland Athletics sticker. Nice. All right, uh, Ken Daly. Of the Ori- or sorry, of the Cardinals, Mike Sharperson <laughs> of the Dodgers, <laughs> Bo Elred, and Bo is spelled B E A U. Oh, so oh, my Bo from Louisiana. Yeah, Fred McGriff. Hey, of the that's Padres. The second one we got. Yeah, him. Ben McDonald of the Orioles, um, Bob Malecki of the Orioles, D- Dana Allison. Of the Aww. athletics. A firsty, firsty, girly, girly. Yeah. <laughs> Heathcliff Soklum of the Cubs. A Jim Leritz of the uh, oh, sorry, Yankees. A Kurt Gibson, an old one, of the Royals. Is that a classic card or just his no, last years? It has to be his last years. But huh. he, Royals. It was a Dodger. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. Howard Johnson, you had that before, too. <laughs> Fine hotels. Yes. <laughs> um <laughs> The Howard Johnson Hotel, yeah. <laughs> Didn't they close? They closed around here. Yeah. I remember that. There was one in Green Bay on Ashland. Uh, Luis Mercedes of the Orioles. Dave Parker of the Angels. Uh, Joe Reardon of the Angel or of the Red Sox. And then a top prospect, 91, Reggie Sanders. Mm, no idea. Yeah. My Bo Jackson yeah. trumps. Yeah, so you win. I finally got a win. Hey, oh. I am a real Two wins for you, one for Robert, one for me. Yeah, look at that. I'm I'm the comeback kid. Yeah. We got quite a few packs. Today, yeah. But but like I said, we'll uh, in two weeks we'll head her that way and we'll uh, wheel and deal for those eighty eight Donruss and well if we do get could those, even get the rest of the tops then too. Yeah, because because we were looking for that. Uh, what the fuck rookie were we looking for in that one? Was Griffey, wasn't it? Yes. Wasn't it the Griffey or was it the Conseco? No, we have the Conseco. No, we had the Maguire. We had two Maguires. Yeah, we had the Maguire and the Bo Jackson, future star. There's a Griffey in there that we were looking for. 
I don't think Griffey was around. No, 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 no. no Griffey no, was no, in '91. No. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I thought it was Barry Bonds is who we were looking. Barry for. Barry Bonds, that's it. Yes, Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds rookie. is the mo- one of the most. Yeah, yeah. there's actually an autographed Barry Bonds rookie card in that set where he signed it. Don't do drugs. I heard about that, and it's worth all... like eight thousand dollars. <laughs> you never know; it could be the one one of those. I mean, because it's just <clears> set, but it's in circulation. You don't know what you know. Yeah. Well, in this one, there's a couple autographs. There's a Hank Aaron autograph. And a Nolan Ryan autograph. This was like one of the first years in this 91 upper deck where they did autographs on the cards. Right. So we got, and that Michael Jordan card's worth like $100. So okay. we got quite a few packs to go. So that's true. I'm guessing we're going to get a Michael Jordan out of that pack. We better. All righty. What do we got next? Comedian of the week. And who did you pick? Well, you know what? So because uh, we don't have him on our list, but he is a local guy, I decided to go Charlie Barron's. All right. And Charlie Barron's, you know. He's more of a skit comic. He's but more he, of a he's skit He's been com- doing uh, like road shows, but yeah. doing his character. But why not? This one actually was off his special, and it's on YouTube. Okay. I did not know that. He did have a special on YouTube. Me but, neither. But I found it. But I knew he was touring around. <laughs> yeah, he was actually touring. Um, and uh, this one was this one was done at the Paps Theater in Milwaukee. Hell yeah! Which is a nice theater if you've ever been there. I haven't. It's really nice, and obviously they sell Paps. But <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, this was him. Uh, he was actually talking about uh, his time at the comedy store in, in L.A. Um, and then how the Man to Walk Minute started. And Sweet. so he uh, did a little bit of uh, crowd work, whatever, where he uh, did a, kind of a man to walk minute there right on stage then for all the folks, because obviously that's where we all got to. And he explains exactly how it all happened. Sweet. I haven't so, heard it yet, so I'm excited to hear it. All right. So here it is. But to keep my sanity, I ended up doing stand up at night and I developed this character who, instead of taking all the things that people said I was doing wrong in local news and fixing them, which I did, and I still got fired. I took all the things people said I was doing wrong, and I doubled down on them. And that is where the Mandawak Minute character came from. Thank you. But it it wasn't called the Mandawak Minute yet. That happened when I was doing a bringer show at the comedy store in L.A. And a bringer show is where you... You know, bring all these comedians together who can't sell tickets, and they're like, invite your friends, invite your friends. And I not only invited my friends, I bought tickets, and I gave them away to my friends. And they still didn't show up. <laughs> but all the other comedians had friends that loved them, and they showed up. And, and I said to this packed house at the comedy store in L.A., I said, is anyone from the Midwest? And a bunch of people raised their hands. And then I says, anyone from Wisconsin? And one guy had his hand up. I says, where are you from, sir? He goes, I'm from Mandawak. <laughs> okay, H- how do you like L.A.? He goes, honestly, the old-fashioned suck eggs. <laughs> you are from Mandawak, sir. And that was the guy I named the Mandawak Minute after. Speaking of the Mandawak Minute, welcome to the Mandawak Minute, the most trusted news show in all of the Midwest. This week's episode is sponsored by the Valparaiso Vasectomy Clinic over there in Indiana. 
They got a special going right now. Get one side done, the other side's a freebie. In office, no scalpel, no. They're just using the hacksaw they borrowed from Carl's truck and trailer repair. This week's episode is also brought to you by the Keg and Kettle Bar and Grill. If anyone found a tooth at the Keg and Kettle tonight between midnight and closing, please message or call the bar. Now, I don't want to get political here, but this is why you always wear your mask to a bar. That way your chiclets will never fall far from your beer hole. Okie dokes, let's get these headlines done real quick once. Hudson Mayor suggests ice fishing could lead to prostitution. Some of you are skeptical, but no, no, I, I, I got video evidence of this. Additionally, if you open this up to ice fishing, yeah. while on the surface it sounds good, Sure do. What happens next year? Does someone come back and say, I want an ice shanty? No, oh, yeah. On Hudson mm. Springs Park for X amount of time? Yeah. And if you then allow ice fishing with shanties... Catch more fish. Then that leads to another problem. <sighs> Walleye depletion. Prostitution. Huh? Yeah, you got the police chief. Guy, what kind of bait are you using? Just data points to consider. Yeah, no. But there's been a development in the story, ladies and gentlemen. Ohio Mayor quits after going viral for saying ice fishing leads to prostitution. He's done so. In other mayor news, Hartford Mayor faces opposition after fumbling gun at meeting. Mayor Tim Mahalik's handgun slips from his pants with a thud. The gun is seen dropping here in slow motion and highlighted before Mahalik quickly picks it up. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Always dropping things? I'm sorry, but that is what you say after you drop your iPhone 11, not your Smith & Wesson, okay? Now, somehow, he won re-election. This guy don't know how to conceal or carry, but he won re-election. And this wasn't the first time he fumbled his gun either. That video came to light after he fumbled it again inside a sheriff's department or something like that. I'm like, geez, Louise, where did you get your concealed carry? The Chicago Bears? What's going on? Oh, yeah. Do I got any Bears fans in the audience right there? You know, I know, oh, don't boo them, don't boo them. Your losses are our joy, and I thank you for being here tonight. I do. Let's keep her moving. South Milwaukee homes sold with four toilets right next to each other. That's called the number two by four. Where's the beef? Cow spotted at McDonald's drive-thru. This guy then took his aquarium to a fish fry. Cole says it's no longer a department store. Now, folks, this is actually very problematic for me. Uh, 
I didn't read the article. I don't know the details, but this is not good because for the past 10 years, when a bunch of you have been investing in Bitcoin, I myself have been doubling down on a different currency, uh, Kohl's Cash. And I am very concerned about my investment portfolio. Let's keep her moving. Please respond to Marshfield woman acting like a deer. What was she doing? She was running out into traffic just looking at Corollas. <laughs> Speaking of deer, Walmart employee tackles deer. <laughs> now, if you want to get a job at a Walmart anywhere other than the Midwest, it's a pretty simple and standard application process. They want to know, are you a people person? Are you good at counting money? You get your ass over to Baraboo, all they want to know is, hey, when was the last time you mounted a doll? <laughs> Let's see the four-point stance. <laughs> Frank, we got to keep her, I tell you that right now. Jeez Louise, Tiff, you're hired. Let's keep her moving. Other deer news, herd up. Oshkosh bar damaged after herd of deer scatters on patio, crashes through a window, but at least the happy hours a buck off, you know? <laughs> Keep her moving. Wisconsin Dairy breaks own record for longest string cheese. And if you think that's impressive, the next week they broke the record for longest time without a bowel movement. Let's keep her moving. Arcadia Raccoon is in the middle of the road. It appears he has been hit. Caller gave the raccoon a cheese curd and is on the shoulder of the road with the animal. Sometimes we get so Midwest nice, we also get rabies. And that's just the way it goes, folks. Let's keep her moving. Oh, this is a doozy. Barron County Sheriff's Department. Everyone notice the date. October 23rd. The ice is not ready yet. And before you asked, yes, alcohol was a factor. Speaking of alcohol, Budweiser declares itself the official beer of up north. Two words to that. Yeah, no. Let's keep her moving. Jake, the world's tallest horse, dies in Wisconsin. Oh, and I can tell by that response, you're not going to like this next joke. But if you want to visit Big Jake's memorial, all you got to do is go to the glue aisle at your nearest fleet farm. <laughs> Told you you wouldn't like it. Let's keep her moving. Wild turkey flies through UW-Eau Claire window. Now, this is the first time in recorded history a wild turkey has flown into a UW-Eau Claire window. Usually, them suckers is flying out and that bottle is empty. <laughs> and it is time now for the Craigslist kicker. This is where I find the most amazing things in all the Midwest listed on Craigslist, ready to be scooped up, and today is no exception. We got a Packers Davenport, $50, Green Bay, best seats in the house, 
Smells like beers, hence the price. No low balls. Well, folks, I hope this was the best minute of your life. As always, Gold Packers, and God bless you all. Now, I did. Uh, I did. <laughs> a good one. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, pretty much. Kind of brings you back a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Gave a cheese curd to a raccoon. <laughs> that's, that's so, like, cool. yeah, while he was doing that show, whatever, he had everything above on this big projector, but you can just kind of get the sense of it, you know. I mean, well, like he used to do the little clips on Facebook. Yeah. With uh, <laughs> the Manitowoc Minute. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> well, shall we move on to your little factual oh, yes. game? of? And by the way, I was drinking the Keeper Moving. Yeah, good for you. I grabbed a Bush Light, the real fucking beer of up the, north. Up north? Budweiser. I mean, I like it, but it's definitely not the up north beer. It's all Bush Light country north of 29. Yeah. <laughs> and plus, on top of it, there's just way too many breweries around here. I mean, we drink we drink an allotment of anything, really. Yeah, but it, you're never going to find a shortage of Bush Light in any fucking bar around here. No. Or anywhere up north. No. <clears throat> Unless it's summertime in like Eagle River, or Rhinelander, they might carry some. Uh... Didn't they have a shortage? Like, wasn't it? I forgot what it was of though. Well, that was when the bottle shortage was going on during the pandemic. That, like, a lot of Anheuser Busch products were, uh, they were either moving to cans or because there was a bottle shortage. I remember that week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here we go. We'll go ahead right here. What's this game called again? It's called Wish I Didn't Know. I wish I, I didn't, didn't know. know. Yeah. Putting on a pair of fake Incredible Hulk hands to get yourself off is called... <laughs> what? <laughs> this it, is a new one yep. for me. <laughs> is this called uh, masturbating? Smasturbating. Uh, is it called Avengers Disassembled? <laughs> the Bruce Banner beat off? <laughs> or the Mean Green? I'd probably say, I don't know who fucking investigated this, but uh, how about the Mean Green? Nope. It's called Smash-thurbating. Hulk Smash. Yeah. Get the Hulk Smash. That's a good one. Yeah. I can't even pronounce that word, so I'm not going <laughs> to. Right. All right. So here. Wait. Didn't we? Oh, no. We didn't do that. I was just going to make sure. All right. Here it is. Which of these is an odd fact about fetuses that you never learned in health class they're delicious <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i guarantee that probably what it is is that fetuses can get boners fetuses farts in the womb fetuses are awake 90 percent of the time or fetuses smile the entire time i'm pretty sure it's fart in the room nope they can get boners no shit yeah even the gals yeah <clears throat> all right last one are oh, you on one more okay all right uh shit I'm just trying to find one that. Okay, here. If you're invited to an orgy, you should know it's bad manners to bring this to the event. (laughs) Pineapple. Is it a potato potato salad? (laughs) Okay. A double-sided dildo. Seems like teamwork. A camera or an uninvited guest. Uninvited guests. You are correct. Yeah. You do not bring an uninvited guests. First rule about orgy, we do not talk about the orgy. That's true. <laughs> First rule about Fight Club. <laughs> so I have a few. I, I thought of a bunch oh, of would-you-rathers. Yep. 
and I'm not sure which one I should do here. I want I want to save a couple of these for Robert because I know he would like a couple of these. So let me read through. Okay. Because <clears throat> the other night when I was home Friday night, I thought of like five of them. Um, maybe I'll do two just because I've got a lot of short ones. Okay. Would you rather lose one testicle for a thousand dollars? Or one arm for ten million. One testicle for a thousand, or for ten million an arm. Yep. I'd go. <clears throat> I'd go arm. Really? And I would get a bionic arm. They don't make them yet. I'll have ten million dollars. I can find a fucking way. If, <clears throat> when you have money, you can find. I don't know. I'm not using my nuts anyway. So I mean, as long as I got one good one. Well, I mean. My brother-in-law only has one nut. <laughs> Jason only has one nut. Oh, so with Jason, when you're listening, oh, he's fine with it. He tells everybody. I mean, you can get a fake nut. You can't get a fake arm yet. That's because I I've researched. I was listening to this on Rogan about how, I mean, the technology is going this way where you could have like a Luke Skywalker type hand where it's articulating right. and everything. Yes. But they don't. I mean, they have a hand where you can grip but it's not like you feel anything it's just yeah you don't feel anything that's the only thing you're not going to feel anything yeah well, but i mean that's even like with your testicle you're not going to notice that whatever so it's is it really yeah but if I, you're if you have 10 million dollars i can make 10 million dollars showing my one nut you're not going to <laughs> trust me my brother-in-law hasn't yet yeah but he doesn't have an only fans yet does he <laughs> <No>. <laughs> He works in construction. <laughs> Let me tell you, he could get on OnlyFans and me. All right, just, Jason, there you go. Yeah, head over to the porty potty and do a little FaceTime with your your OnlyFans people. Do a glory <laughs> hole, but just put your one ball yeah, sack. One nut through. <laughs> that side shaved, the other side isn't. <laughs> I want to see the other one. You are seeing the other one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then get a fake. Uh, prosthetic nut that's way bigger than the other right. one. <laughs> Have it in the shape. The of only like reason a why I say that is because I know that one of the guys right now that's at w- that works with us, well, and not in our department, but he went and he accidentally, well, he was cutting open this edging on um, uh, this table. Like the, so, after they do the edging and they have to put the sticky um, edging around it. Yeah. He uh, uh, it got screwed up, whatever. So then they worked the second shift, but he was taking a knife and he's done it millions of times. Where he goes around, and he has to peel this glue off on this edging, and what happened was it slipped off, and it went right into here, and it went right into his tendons and all this. This is where it gets <laughs> quite interesting. Shite. So it happened two weeks ago. He went in like that. He uh, it was like bleeding just a little bit. It was weird, but he's like, "Wow, that's pretty deep." So he went then to Shano. Oh, Shano looked he, at it, and then he died. <laughs> Shano looked at it and said that it was just some tissue that it would be okay, it would heal, and they more or less sent him on his way. Yeah. Anyway, he's noticed then uh, last week. Uh, he said Thursday that it just he has. It feels like he can't really move it, and yeah. the feeling he feels like it's numb. So he went to Aurora. And now he's found out that he's actually got to have surgery on it. Um, all the tissue is lost. All the nerve and Achilles are gone. And tendons. they're hoping, yeah, the tendons. And they're hoping that they, they can't reconnect them. So they have to try to splice new ones. Oh. And they gave him an option for almost like a, um, like I said, the, bi- the almost, it's like, 
almost like it'd be like a wire more or less that they, they would connect. Yeah. But he said the thing is, is if you would try to move one, like if you were like move your middle, all three of them would go like, yep, because they have to connect them to that. Yeah. So they don't have the technology yet for right. fucking. I don't care if you do have ten million dollars, that shit don't exist. But still, you right. still can move. Yeah, but you only have one fucking arm, like that you can feel anything with. How are you gonna tie your shoes? You're not gonna be able to tie your shoes with some fucking Lego arm that they give you at the hospital. <laughs> I'm gonna buy Velcro shoes, and I wear Hey Dudes anyway. Oh yeah, yeah. So they're Ugh. they're making it easier for us. I'm taking the one nut for a cool thousand quick. All right, don't be. Just remember when you're coming over to my place out on the wooded area where it's all cool <clears throat> and I've got the nice pond. I don't think ten million is what you think ten million is. <laughs> It's not going to buy you that pond and everything. Oh, yeah, it will. No, sir. Yes, it will. Check prices on Zillow, buddy. <laughs> I did. <laughs> so have I. And property alone is $6 million and you're playing, paying uh, 100000 in property taxes every year. I didn't say where I was going to get the land, did I? I don't know. Where I mean, are you going to get land with no property tax? Dude, I, I could go anywhere. Well, I mean, if, especially if I go down south. Hell, I'll even go out of the country. I'll go to, like, to Jamaica and, and shit. And live by yourself without any of your friends? Oh, yeah. You guys can all come all the time. Yeah, I won't, yeah. though. Yeah. Oh, you won't come? <laughs> to Mexico? No. No, I didn't say in Mexico. I said Jamaica. Well, I won't come to Jamaica either. Oh, fine. <laughs> well. Well, we're all just sitting there just reaping all the... Who's we? You're going to be alone, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's flying fucking $2,300 uh, ticket to Jamaica to come see you. They can stay for as long as they want. You know, you got to pay for the plane ticket then, too. Oh, for Christ's sake. I'm, I only have $10 million. Not... <laughs> exactly. That's why it's not a good choice, in my opinion. Fine, then. I'll just build a store in San Francisco and get my insurance money off of that. I'll make more the, money that way. And all the homeless people shit in the <laughs> foyer of your business. and Yeah. yeah. We no. want our privacy. <laughs> oh yeah did you see the latest south park uh no but i heard about it oh my god that's good uh the i think it's titled japanese toilet toilets it's so yeah. fucking good it was on yeah it was they, they're trying to get everybody somehow to... they tied it in with the jfk assassination <laughs> it's so great <laughs> okay um nah, i'm not gonna say that one because that one's kind of easy okay <clears throat> Would you rather jerk off a horse or get jerked off by a monkey? <laughs> <laughs> and we're talking like a fully grown chimp, not like a little. Uh, yeah, you don't know what that chimp's gonna do. Exactly. I'm t- I'm, t- I'm taking jerking off the horse. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm definitely jerking off a horse instead. Wait, I don't have to do a bare hand. Oh, that wasn't, because there are wasn't people a that, stipulation, I guess. So. I mean, yeah, because there's people that actually have to do that for their job. To, yeah, I know. You know. I've seen it before yeah. where they have the <laughs> they have that big. They call it like the they, steed or whatever, but they have to get it all like hard, or whatever, yeah. before it goes into it. Yeah, they have to yeah. jerk off the horse and give it a boner before it goes in that <laughs> big old sleeve to it's, collect the. It's semen. a fetus. The fetus has the boner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I remember that. Uh, what was that movie with uh, uh, Robert Duvall and? Kevin Costner, the Western, where they go into the town. Uh, it's called, like, Home Range or something. Uh, Kevin Costner ends up... Kevin Costner and Robert Duvall end up shooting the cattle baron and all his goons at oh, the end okay. of the movie. But as he's walking around the corner to finish a guy off, in the background there's a horse with a giant boner. <laughs> and I I replayed it and zoomed in on it. 
and sent it to all my friends on Snapchat. I'm like, oh, they didn't edit this out. Well, and the thing is, is like they can't, like remember, like you've heard of it. I mean, obviously it's a donkey, but the Tijuana donkey show where a lady gets fucked by it. Yeah, they have porn where a, do- a girl gets f- fucked by a, a horse. Oh, geez, where, what the hell? What site are you on? <laughs> it's it's been all over. I haven't seen anything. Oh, like really? That I guarantee you, I haven't seen it. I'm, okay. Just saying, I've heard of it in the yeah. early early days of the internet. No, I heard about it too. That's what I'm saying, though. But I've never seen it. No, I'd seen the Tijuana Donkey Show. It accidentally popped up once. Accidentally, yeah, <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. Well, there was that one uh, famous where they made a documentary about it. There was a guy called Mister Hands in Oregon where it was legal, and he died from getting fucked by a horse. Uh, I I always heard about comedians talking about it, like on the Opie and Anthony show. Yeah. I I don't want to I don't want to watch it. <laughs> well, that'd be that'd just be like the uh, Clerks too. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great movie. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Kelly and the Stud. Yeah, something. Uh, what the fuck was its name? Kelly and the Handsome Stud. Yeah, like I'm Kelly. This is the Handsome Stud. <laughs> or Kelly was the donkey. That's what it was. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Alrighty. So, uh, yeah, next weekend I'm going to a bluegrass festival in Schofield. When is that? Friday, Saturday. I'll okay. be coming back Sunday. We'll have to do it late Sunday. I just know that because I have my niece's uh, gymnastics competition <clears throat> I'm going to at the yeah. Rush. Yeah, I won't be back till at least noon. Or even if we have to, we can do it Monday, too. Yeah. It don't matter. Yeah, Sunday. We'll find a day. Sunday night should work. But we're just going to, oh, yeah, we're going to have to find out what we're going to do because, uh, we leave. Uh, I don't. I didn't. I don't know if I told you that we're driving to Reno. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we already got set. We got the the. Uh, we're, we're taking a 2022 Toyota Sienna. Are you renting it? Or yeah, somebody renting it. it. We're renting it. Uh, we're leaving Friday the 31st because we have to be there by Sunday the um, second to bowl, and obviously that's when our we have to uh, check into our hotel. So we're going to be gone from Friday to th- Friday, and, well, I'll be back Friday afternoon. Okay. The next Friday, so. So uh, maybe we do one that Thursday night, or we just skip a week. Yeah. Maybe we can, I can just tell you the stories al- along the way. Yeah. Really or, doing it, Harry! <laughs> or how many gigs does that thing have on it? Maybe me and Robert can do one. Oh, it has a lot of gigs. Just right on that pocket. On that? Yeah. Yeah. Where we could just record it right on there and you yeah. can transfer it later. And I can transfer it over. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe me and him will do that. Well, there you go. Girl. All you guys got to do is just hit record. Yeah. Or maybe me and Chad will finally do one. Hey, or there you go. We'll figure it out. And then uh, the week after that, we got March Madness in our supper club. Yep. So uh, tune in. Keep tuning in. Tell a friend. And uh, thanks for being a listener, all you boys and girls. Love you. Why don't you go canoe into three rivers, you inbred fur traders? <laughs>